Yeah, it's been we are three starting. weeks since we did this thing. No, it hasn't. Anyone remember how this works anyway? Yeah, it's been three weeks. Ha has it really been? Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Well, when you miss two weeks, that means it's been three weeks. It's three. Because yeah. it's 21 the days. The how it works is really when simple. When you miss two days. We, uh, 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 we are going to need to, like, maybe a few months in the future, we're going to come up with a bingo card. And then people can just pick it in the comments and they can tick it off as we talk. There's there's all the the greatest hits. There's us complaining about San Francisco, complaining what? about 999. That is not on the greatest there's, hits. Uh, why is it not? We there's, just there's Andrew we just randomly of, just you guys randomly talked about it today for some reason, but that doesn't mean it's normal. When have we ever complained about San Francisco on this podcast? Andrew, tell him right now. So that's not that doesn't make I it a bingo card thing. thing. It'd be really weird. <laughs> You're supposed that, to, it's I, called I, a free space. Come on, guys. It's a free space. <laughs> it's like when you have like a fucking then, uh, what's it called? Like a you know a bingo card and stuff like that. It's supposed to be things that like happen or you're predicting will happen. Like not yeah, just like yeah. wild card random shit. Like I hope they talk about My Little Pony today. I think they're known for doing. But the, that's right. You that's could. Right. Yeah, that's you another could. one that we. Yeah, I I think I, I, we I'm never come up talk with that about My Little Pony. I don't well, know. That that was someone's, I guess someone's we talked about cards going off. I guess we probably talked about it last time. A little. But like briefly. It was just the the they, thing about Rapidash. We complain about microtransactions. I mean, that's normal. Capitalism. And how everyone's like, microtransactions good now. And it's like, stop being that, that person. Yes. Why why we did we... Oh, the never answering a question that has been sent to us. That's, yeah. that's a Yeah, well, there are not bit. that many questions, except for the one guy that sent 30 questions in one email, which is an inefficient... We... I mean, technically, it's an efficient way to ask questions, but it makes it very hard to remember where we left off. That's also true. And then people are... Then other but... people are like, how would... Would you like to... Would you like to discuss the war in the Middle East? <laughs> like, people <laughs> just, like, fucking, like, ask, like, giant questions, and some people ask, like... And we have one we have one email that's like somebody's having an argument with their friend and they wrote like a bunch of paragraphs about the progress of the argument and like all the points oh for God. and against and it's just like just this is a lot. This is <laughs> we got an uh, usually we the got question an, am I the asshole? <laughs> usually the question you want is just like a question and not like here's the here's the like Diffuse. the months of context because then it's like do I read this entire email? Like is that what I do? Should I do that? Like now I can do that. Mm. But like <laughs> seems like a bit much. Not do it. Or I could ask the question at the beginning and ignore the rest, but then they'll be like, you didn't address any of my points, and it's because well, it's because you wrote, like, five paragraphs as a question also, to a we, The addressing point is, like, I we are, we don't do that. That's, uh, <laughs> like asking a tiger to paint a, 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 a mural. Wow. With colors. Art. I don't know. You did well, it. In, I, I, I just I, don't. I don't think you're asking the right question to the tiger. All the the important takeaway from it is that we are tigers, and that is a nice thing. Is that like a motivational what? poster? <laughs> Nothing to do with furries that we mentioned before. Speaking of furries, is are Rothgar tigers or lions? What Rothgar? Rothgar in in are they Rothgar or oh, Rothgar? Rothgar? I don't know if you pronounce the H. To be honest, we haven't encountered them in the mm -hmm. game yet, so they never spoken aloud. Uh. Oh, in Final Fantasy. I'm just having that question about 14. MMO. Yeah, and one cat man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are many cat girls, uh, I, le oh, a lesser amount of cat boys, and a few cat men. <laughs> and then I guess, like, I don't know, bunnies or something. 
Like there's like one those of those. Those look like catmen, the Rothgar. I think they're cats. They're not. They're not tigers. Wait, what does that mean? Tigers are inside of the. It's not even a Venn diagram. <laughs> All tigers are cats. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, and other things that are not cats are cats. But the point is, wait, things that are tigers. not cats are cats. Yeah, like. Um, what are you saying to me? A, what have you done? Like, for example, characters, TV characters that we say, mm, I'm trying to, oh, Cliff, uh, it's Cliff. Do you know, do you know it Cliff, the, the cat that does the, the TV oh, show? I'm very old. I was like, what are you talking That's the one. I don't know English. You don't, you know how it is. figure out where this fragmented thing is going. Was there like a video game controversy to talk about? What, what news did we miss? Oof. I, we have like I, a yeah, all I can, all I can find out is that they're feline. Like, it doesn't specify where in the feline family they fall into, but just, like, <laughs> very generically, like, they're, they've got cat in their blood. And it's like, okay, great. There is a cat in my blood. Oh, God. So what that's, you... I, that's, all I can, that's all I can tell you. I mean, it's Final you... Fantasy. They're not thinking that hard about it. They think, like, moderately enough. Well, I, I don't know about controversies. I think we actually had a, a relatively controversy-less controversy three weeks uh, I, don't remember, any, gaming I don't remember any news. Uh, there's, there, well, there's a... new Grand Theft Auto looks like potato shit. Oh yeah, there's a new um, GTA. There's that. There's that. Uh, yeah, by new, see. you mean three back, old. Back yeah, for yeah, Blood I is mean... also is also bad. That one is it? Is it? Yeah, apparently it's not very good. I I've liked it. I don't know. Better than uh, Left for Dead. Well, you seem to be pretty look. No, I didn't play it, but so I... that's like I don't I don't know. That's kind of a weird question to compare it to. It's <laughs> well, it's, it's not a, it's not weird to point. ask at all because it's the people that made Left 4 Dead making a Left 4 Dead clone. Uh, well, it's a weird. Yeah, it's so weird they're... to ask you because you famously don't like Left 4 Dead because it forces you to co-op. <laughs> yeah, this this one like does one of feel like it for. That's, that's one of the one first things doesn't... we established is that you hated Left 4 Dead because you had to work together with people. Yeah, this one doesn't feel as much that it establishes or it forces you to play with others. Would, you can kind of run off and be that okay. That would definitely make it a bad Left 4 Dead game then. No, I'm sure you're supposed to play it with other people, but <laughs> I. But it, it's a lot. So the thing yeah, that makes if, it great is that... If it doesn't that, punish uh, you for playing it wrong, then it's a bad Left 4 Dead game. It's inherently a co-op so genre. It, you're all supposed to be working yes. together. So it does punish you for doing that because a lot of the game is structured around the idea that you are collaborating together. Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to, like, achieve some of the missions because you need multiple people. Or otherwise, you're not going to be able to, like, make it to the other end of something because, like, if, like, three zombies touch you, you're dead. But, and here's the big but, is that unlike Left 4 Dead, weapons have a lot more customization options to them, which means you can make really strong weapons. And if you're good at shooting, you can combine that into creating yourself as a basic tank. And you don't need oh, no other nice. people to stop you. But, yeah. um, so, like, I can, yeah. I, can, I can survive just fine uh, without other people. But, obviously, the game doesn't, like, the game doesn't want you to do that. So, there's a lot of obstacles in your way by being the only survivor um a lot of them is like good luck you need to go find someone to complete this mission and it's like oh, okay cool um mm. but yeah i so i i don't know i think it's great because i can go wander off on my own and it doesn't really put no we lost you oh I sorry so. i said uh uh i think it's great because there's off. a yeah there, yeah, I can wander off, and uh, there is there's minimal times that it will punish me. Usually in the fa in the form of like 
how like Left 4 Dead does, where it's like, oh no, a special enemy has gotten you, so you can't move now. Um, but because of the card system, you there's a card that you can get that allows you to break out of one of those like every certain amount of seconds. So again, you can just negate it and go like, nope, sayonara, and just keep running past it. Oh no, does it have uh, some kind of a, a obnoxious meta progression system? Yeah, not a I not a so. meta progression system. It just has so there's two there. The way that you play the game is by building uh, card decks. So you need to uh, so you gain oh, you abilities. Unlock, yeah. yeah, you unlock cards using only you get you unlock cards by playing the game. So the more you play the game, you get this like supply currency, and that supply currency is used to like unlock specific chains. Uh, supply lines they call them and those supply lines have like cards and stickers and sprays and uh. costumes and whatever um but but no don't uh but the don't. you cannot so you cannot buy it with money you cannot buy I the currency with money. it doesn't have uh, to be it also, doesn't have to be an exploitative like you, microtransaction thing i just like, hate all these stupid fucking skinner box mechanics it's like yeah. whatever they're like, oh, we're gonna bring again. back, they, we're gonna bring can't. back a cool multiplayer mode that you liked once in the past, and it's like, oh no! Like at first glance, you're like, yay, old thing I liked is gonna come back, and then it comes back, and you're like, but it's modernized now, so it's got fort, it's got Fortnite's fucking PVE seventeen layered mechanics of like, here's your stickers and your skill tree and your booster packs of cards and your random gotcha mechanics, and it's like, I just want to play the survival shooty game, I just want to do the shooty. So so you can do that you you are welcome to just ignore all of the mechanics and just play the game like a normal fucking video lose uh no you will survive just fine the difference is is that you won't have any like uniquely special stuff to you which is fine you don't need it to win oh it's just cosmetic yeah it's it's not it's not it's not just cosmetic there is stuff there are actual abilities you can unlock doing it like every time you hit an enemy you gain one health like that's something you can add to your death significantly less optional but no, but yeah. you don't need that to survive. You can beat the game without them. Like you can literally just beat the whole game without <laughs> using any. We lost you again. God fucking damn it! All right. The, something so, about your recording setup's fucked up. Yeah. It's it's my microphone's just dying. I I did a bunch of tests and I could see it that it it is literally just dying. There it goes. Right there. <laughs> it's fine. Just it's it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's showing up on all recordings like that. Yeah. It's great, but regardless, <laughs> you can you can you can play you can play the game just fine without interacting with the system at all. But it's there for if you want to. If you want to build a unique, customized experience, you can do that. If you don't want to, you don't have to. You could just play it like it's Left 4 Dead and just move on with your life. Like that, it gives you that option. I, I um, don't know. I'm with I'm with Keith on this one. I think. Yeah, and, no, that, and that's fine. Mechanics, I, it's totally a thing you're supposed to do. Like, it's not just like like you can avoid it. Like, that's a self avoid That's combat. a self influence challenge mode. I mean, I have a similar yeah, one to pick yeah. with the uh, fucking uh, Hunt Showdown, but at least in Hunt Showdown, it's like that's like an actual like meaningful design I, choice built into it. But I still kind of would prefer mm-hmm. if I could just fucking play the game. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, like how I, I, I don't I like how the, Hunt the, Showdown wants me to fiddle with menus for ten minutes between every match. But remember that Hunt Showdown is absolutely pay to win. You can always have maxed out characters if as long yeah. as you pay money. And so yeah, Hunt back absolute, you cannot Hunt, do Hunt that. Showdown absolutely needs fucking uh, loadouts where I could just be like, auto also buy and equip this list of items. Fuck you. <laughs> I just want to play the yeah. fucking game, Hunt Showdown. It's really cool. Let me like it. <laughs> I, re- I really like Hunt Showdown every second I'm not in a menu, which is unfortunately only half the game. 
And I, 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 I do not see yeah. meaningful depth in any way, honestly, in the, the fucking store. If anything, it's just a bunch of no, bullshit no that depth. makes the game less fair. Even without any pay-to-win mechanics, it's just like, oh, well, I'm on a win streak, which means I'm even more powerful for some reason. The opposite of what you should do to people who are already winning is make them have more of an advantage. <laughs> yeah. I think the... I think the intention for them, I mentioned this while we were playing, but I, I really do think that the game is designed in a way that uh, uh, some encounters you're meant to back away from and just be like, okay, we're out of here. I, I'm, not, I'm not fighting these. It does, but like, also it's better than dying because if, if the game allows you, <laughs> in the sense like like you can't back out but of I, I Fortnite I think the only game, choice should be about retreating should be based around whether or not you think it, it's like retreating can let you like win differently later in that same match mm -hmm. not like stupid meta progression stuff like if i retreat now then it'll help me 30 minutes from now and my, and my in two matches from now i'll finally win so i better keep my character it's like that's oh, well i see let's let's, let's delay gratification for like an hour well, of like constantly retreating away <laughs> that's fun great but, idea but game thing, like you're you're right you're right but uh i'm just saying that their intention was to make it so that it's not a fight to the last people on, on and, the... and we had that fucking courtyard fight in that we had that one that shoot him out in that one open farmyard like courtyard where like mm -hmm. i was in one area and you were in another area the and one like, in the oh, windows fuck. and all that and uh that was fuck. good that was good yeah, like I was upstairs in one place and you were like somebody was down inside of a barn or no, somebody was in the side barn and you were like, I think you were down in the middle of the courtyard. So it's like, ah, oh, they, they've left, they, he's wounded, but they're leaving him alive as bait. <laughs> like it's uh, <laughs> like that kind of interaction, like the fucking end of Hunger Games where the dogs like get that one dude and they, but they leave him mm -hmm. alive and torture him for like hours, hoping that, that the characters will like come out and try to, to rescue him stuff it is that's, it is uh that's like a really brutal uh idea but yeah. like also funny because apparently the dogs weren't there for the entire game and have any context to why like <laughs> nobody would ever save this guy <laughs> like it's a... and he's gone <laughs> <laughs> no i stopped oh, talking oh well it also oh. just went it just get cut off oh did it oh okay. yeah he's like it's the 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 thing is like that experience of three people versus three or two people or a few teams that that is a really like that you can only get that when you're playing with three people you get a little bit of that when you're playing with two but you need to be good and you can't do so so many wild you know having one person just risking being shot while you flank a lot I'm... of people play the game by themselves and that is it's very different. It is a very different game when you play by yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, the average multiplayer player plays every multiplayer game alone, despite, like, Overwatch and uh, and all these other games all being, like, built around uh, being played in co-op uh, mm -hmm. and, being and like, teams and so on. And, like, it fundamentally changes the entire experience. Like, yeah, it is a bit of a sell to make back for blood, like, a four-player co-op game when the average person is going to be queuing up it with complete randos in every match. It's, but it's, like... But also, like, those co-op experiences are way more interesting than, like, most uh, single-player ones or just random queuing ones. Like, the team play is what makes the game have any depth or interest to it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. is that worth it if most people don't get to experience that? It's, like, a, it's like comparable to... Uh, what's it called? Uh, was it... Uh, I was watching a video about, like... What's his name? Uh, is it Christopher Nolan? <laughs> I don't know. The guy who made Tenant. Yeah. It's like how Christopher Nolan has this fucked up audio 
settings and all of his stuff. And uh, it's this idea that, like, he's building all of his movies for the sound systems of, like, really good ultra mega cool theaters that are perfectly made and they're going to have a transcendent audio experience. And that's why that's why they're set up the way they are. But like for every random shitty theater that most people experience, it just leads to his movies having like incomprehensible dialogue and fucked up audio balancing. And that's why people always complain about his movies. It's like he's making oh. a thing that most people won't experience. So what's the point? Uh, it's kind of like the Overwatch he needs stuff. He master his like, stuff for the... You need to master your stuff for the thing that you're. Publishing. Yeah, in his That's case, the, the solution is he needs to make multiple versions of the audio, obviously, yeah. like the IMAX yeah. version, the non IMAX version. Yeah. Like, there's like the question of Overwatch, where it's like Overwatch is supposed to be this really intricate team based game, and it was supposed to have the, all this cool freedom of like, wow, you can swap characters and swap roles on the fly, and it's really dynamic and crazy. But then, like, in the reality of playing the game, it's like, oh, well, people don't work as teams because they're all queuing up individually as with a bunch of randos. And they, uh, the whole, if, if people don't immediately succumb to, like, having a 2-2-2 team of, like, two tanks, two DPS, two healers, then, like, the game falls apart and everyone has a bad time. And so it's like, sure, you can plan this cool dynamic game, but, it, like, there's a certain conversation that happened over the last, like, two years about the idea of, like... At what point do they give up on their vision for the game and instead make the, and instead start designing their game around how people play it instead? AKA yeah. why Doomfist exists. Yeah, so they're like, okay, we just got to make this game around the idea of two 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 at some point because like that's just how everyone plays it, and if we don't design it that way, then the game's worse, even though it could be better. And then it's like, ah, uh, well, fucking nobody plays tanks, and everyone wants to play DPS. We'll make it one two two. Now there's only one tank, and now the matchmaking will be make better. It better and, I don't think. Well, it's it's the, it's not about what makes the game the smartest, best thing at some point. That like it's the compromise you make with your player base when you're like, well, they just won't mm -hmm. play it any other way. Like at some point, we gotta like make the game around how they're experiencing it. And that's yeah, like I the suppose. gamble with a lot of the co-op stuff. Is like, what do we do when nobody is willing to play the game correctly? Yeah. Like, I do see. we just re do we just start over and make the game they're trying to play instead, or do we stubbornly stick to the game we wanted it to be and then it fails because no one's actually experiencing the game we wanted anyway? Speaking of uh, Overwatch, uh, have you heard of uh, their new character, Cole Cassidy? That's a cool name. Is that the name of McCree now? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I had not heard of that so, yet. So for those not in the know. Uh, if you've been living under a video game rock, Jesse uh, McCree was named after a rapist. Yeah, alleged. And, uh, excuse you. Hold on. With from the alleged, with the alleged Cosby Room, <laughs> a thing. <laughs> well, no, that's not alleged. The that's thing you, true. No, that was actually the thing you, a self the thing you aspirationally yeah. look up to because you're not a rapist. <laughs> I'm just mm -hmm. saying, like one, like the person has alleged crimes, but the room doesn't figure like doesn't theoretically it's exist the as a physical it's yeah the room exists but the, <laughs> what happened in the room is is all alleged at the moment what i'm not defending him i'm just saying like don't put yourself up for lawsuits <laughs> jesus christ I mean, yeah, nothing is more distressing you. than when someone says this office has a frat workplace culture and you go oh yeah. okay <laughs> like uh, it just tells you the, the i'm really the, bummed exactly, out because i haven't it, played overwatch for like the last like two or three months 
because well, of you're not missing shit. anything. Well, it's I'm I'm actually I am missing something because I like the game and the game I no, like don't. in the form it currently is is just gonna go away in a few months. It's just gonna be gone, and I'm spending the time that it is in this form, like not wanting to play the game because of this shit. And it's like this is just a bummer. I'm just gonna like run out the clock on the game in this format, and if I ever do return to it, it'll just be a different game at that point, and I might not like that game. It sounds way less like it has co-op like mechanics in it and it sounds way more like it's just like a team-based shooter which more and more makes it sound like all the gimmicky characters that are interesting and what made overwatch fun might be kind of irrelevant because everyone just needs to play as like soldier and somber and tracer and all the shooty shooty boys and it's like that sucks what i what i really like about overwatch is the fact that you as a player learn your uh your companions characters you know to play well i think eventually even if you don't care too much for that you eventually know like if you have a companion who's a uh, you have a you have a Moira or you have a um, the, the healers in particular are very important for you to learn. Though. Oh yes, but like there's there are the so many matches where people just refuse to understand what their healers are and how they work, and they're like, "Why yeah. am I dying?" And it's like, "I, sir, you're a hamster. <laughs> you're supposed to find the med kits. You're hiding behind walls constantly. Literally, no healers in the game can heal you." And also, that's that actually the, the, that's interesting that you say the hamster is like that. I I've never played with a hamster. But the uh, I know that that the tra that tracer is like that. Tracer is not supposed to re rely on healers. If you play tracer, you need to know the medkits. Uh, and I think um, the the, the widowmaker is as well like that. But either way, yeah. The, like sometimes, the... sometimes you'll heal the snipers if they're in a visible spot. But the uh, oh yeah, if you're sombra Anna, tracer, uh, any bet, really like, any bet, really mobile Anna, character fine. is going to be hard to heal. Mm -hmm. So you, you can only you should only really expect healing when you're literally in the fray in front of your healers and any other moment, like when you retreat, it's like, that's it. Like you've retreated in a direction to survive. That means you need to go uh, pick up your own health or loop all the way back <laughs> around to your healers from behind or something, because they're not going to chase you. They'll just die. I think like, like, I think that is that the, the notion of you having to learn your companions characters is, is a really great thing. And it, yeah. it's not very common to see that at all. Like even in, more traditional MOBAs like Dota. Not that I have much experience playing Dota or Heroes of the Storm or anything. But even in those games, you don't re like it's uh, it's a little bit of a like three year old kids in, in, playing side by side, but they're not really playing together. A lot of co op games, well, not, maybe not co op games, but a lot of competitive shooters or MOBAs tend to be like that. You're just doing your own thing, and it, as long as you do your own thing good, uh, you're gonna win. And there's some synergies here and there, but it's—I don't know. I, I can see—I I can see what you mean by the by Overwatch being no longer there in the future, and that being a bad thing. I have trouble playing competitive. Uh, well, it's just like World of Warcraft, or hell, if you were somebody that somehow liked the original Final Fantasy fourteen or something, like games just get replaced by other games sometimes. That's kind of that's the bummer mm -hmm. of Overwatch two being. A just to like fuck you overwatch is gone now we're playing overwatch 2 is like but what if you like overwatch 2 less than overwatch 1 well it's the only one that exists now it's like a, a that, that idea is, that's a bummer that's a bummer i don't like they're that idea make, at all like they're, they're getting rid of the second them. tank which means like zarya is a fundamentally different character because you're not doing interplay with it like the whole way that me and andrew have ever uh cooperatively cooperatively tanked and played together was zarya ryan and having that interplay and we actually got oh, decently yeah. good at it at times that, that that's whole a really part of the game combo. won't exist in a few months 
Those that's guys just Ryan can't is, interact is in that way. That's my favorite group uh, group of tanks, honestly. Better uh, than uh, better who than needs uh, who Ryan. needs tanks? You know what we need more of? DPS. Get us more DPS, <laughs> more damage. Because if there's more damage, then there's less need for healers and tanks, and just get them all to go away and just make Valorant. Just make Valorant. That's, that's all that's you gotta concern. do. That's right, because Valorant. That's the concern is a bunch of special heroes are just gonna run around and frag each other, and it's just gonna be awkward. That sucks. I think you're thinking with a too limited scope in mind, Keith. There are only two reasons for Overwatch: loot boxes and to be better than Valorant. It sucks that it's a an arms race, though. Is like it? back in the day, yeah. Because like, if you make a game and then some new game comes around and it's more popular because it's different or because it's better or whatever, you should make you should make a new game, not change your game to fit the new thing. And of course. You know, it's Fortnite world that we live in, so it's of course, of course, they're gonna do that. It, games change constantly, and but in in for, for sir, Overwatch this is capitalism. Is... You need to this, <laughs> you need to find the thing that's popular and make so much of it, you destroy the entire market for it, and then when someone else goes and bees creative then you look at them and go i'm coming for your market next mm -hmm. and this, then you repeat that you made this i made this no it's mm -hmm. you made this i made a better version of this don't look at that guy's thing mine's better <laughs> i don't necessarily oh, think that blizzard's chasing valorant specifically i just think that the game fundamentally they're like how do we solve this queuing problem where dps people have to queue for like 15 minutes and tanks get into matches instantly because just no one will play tank and they're like, uh, one, two, three. Like they did the one, they tried one, two, three in that, in that like half-assed, uh, like experimental card that they, like, I think it was the launch experimental card. Like the first experimental card they ever did was that, like, that's how mm -hmm. desperately they clearly wanted to test that idea was they patched an entire new mechanic in just for testing that. And then, then they slowly tested a few other ideas here and there, but like, that was such a strong in, uh, idea inclusion at the time that it was just this idea of like oh they really this isn't just like a wow what a funny idea it's like no they, they, this is what they wanted the next game to be and so when that particular test went really badly that it was only only all the more worrying because they're like no that's what we actually want the next game to be fuck <laughs> but i don't i don't know i think it's not a great idea to ask people who clearly are playing this game for the 222 or the I guess some people that just need the free for all aspect. Like that's your that that that's the people playing this game are people either too familiar with like being able to choose whatever you want so that has to be a thing in arcade forever now or you have people that are like 222 is the way of the gospel and I will never change my mind. And like you're asking them, "Hey, what if we just didn't do that?" And they're like, "No, no, no, I can't take another change. It's a third change. I'll die." <laughs> like like there's just I don't know. It's like I'll even die. even with the even with the one two two, like people are dying. I was like, Overwatch is dead. I'll never play Overwatch again. It's like, okay, guys, like we can't just like make the same game forever. It's not how this works. We have like this is not working. This game is not working at its current state of like play. This is a terribly unfun game. So there has to be something that changes in this thing to make it work. Yeah, no, I, I fundamentally I disagree with the idea. People, people talk so catastrophically about the current Overwatch, and I don't understand why. Because I don't experience that. Whatever game they're talking about, that's just so unfun. I'm like, no, it's neat. What? What's wrong? <laughs> What's uh, the problem? 
my it, only the problem, problem is, the problem there's no requirement for people to learn every class and without that you create literally the worst possible environment to teamwork in because like you just said there are people who like have no fucking idea how other <clears throat> ranks work they're just like oh yeah i don't know i've just been playing the dps are, for life none of the changes will change that well ideally it's, it's less people, people in those to positions learn the game and that's why they're in low ranks well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, ideally, you can, like, limit the scope of people. Like, now there's only one tank. You don't need to rely on someone else to understand how often on tanks work. It's just one tank. Get it? It's easy. You the big guy that stands in the front. Done. Like, and then healers will eventually just shrink down to one. You just need one healer, and it can heal the entire team, like a Lucio Honestly, or a BAP or something. The, like, I, I, I think that one of the reasons why... People just don't learn other characters. You know, noobs don't learn other characters. Eventually, they end up learning. But, uh, like, there's a lot of people with not hundreds of hours in the game, uh, which is fair. But I think Overwatch kind of has a, a really bloated uh, cast. And uh, not not that it's not fun with the bloated cast, but it do, it is a challenge to for, for new players to know everything. I took forever to be even remotely comfortable knowing what the hell is going on. And I'm sure I was super annoying to a lot of people. I still am, most likely, because I play, play Lucio. So, it, of course, I'm going to be annoying. But um, the point is, the, the, if, like, you don't need to have 30-something characters to have a game where people need to learn how to play with other classes. You can have just six classes, and you still need to learn how to play with other classes. It's just that if you compare that to the game that we started talking about, the Back for Blood, where... Uh, there's only four characters, or if it's anything like Left 4 Dead, there's only four characters. Like, I mean, and they don't. Yeah, if it's anything like Left 4 Dead, there's one character. There's one character, exactly. Uh, there's, there's, there's four, no, there's four so characters it, in the lines that they say. Yeah, each character but, has their but, own special uh, traits. Oh, they do. So have some, some like, yeah. yeah. So some people can That's like true. pick up an ally uh, immediately once every certain amount of seconds. Another person gets like plus ten damage or plus ten percent damage, true. whatever. But that. like picking characters actually is also an important part of building uh, a team like because they all mm -hmm. have their own abilities but yeah go ahead but, but it's it, still it, four. But it's, it's not as much as it's nowhere near as much as uh, overwatch takes it uh it's no just, no no it's, it's uh, a shooter but yeah the point is like i think it, if you if they had four healers four dps and four tanks and you pick one and that's it and if, if you want to have two of the same, like, of course, the, the basic concept of, of Overwatch is the fact that you can't have two, well, you can't tend not to be able to have two Zarya's playing together or two Reinhardt's or whatever in the same team. It's kind of weird that th you that's can't a limitation. Pick the same character. Yeah, it's what I'm trying to say, yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird that it's a limitation because you can have two Reinhardt's in the battlefield. So it's not like... I understand why they did it, but well, I think you originally could pick more than one of the same character. Um, I think that was one of the things that changed immediately in the opening months of the yeah. game, where they're like, "Oh God, no! Too many tracers." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's not true, though. There's a mode. I think uh, it's literally true that, that, they modes, that they yeah. changed it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that when the game came out, you literally could all play the same character if you wanted to, and then they took it out. And oh, the right. Yes, it, it wasn't and then it became a wacky yeah, yeah. arcade mode. My God, six tracers would be a little bit annoying. That's true. Well, that's, just, I mean, that's the basis for bit. no limits. No <laughs> limits is fun because you can do that. But the problem with no limits, which people found out very quickly, is that while, well, yeah, there's like, a, oh God, no, we can't just have like four tracers. The problem is that a lot of the time people just 
pick nonsensical units anyways. It just turns into this like and tanks or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care anymore. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to keep shit concise. Welcome it's to the podcast where Andrew just randomly cuts out and then he just wants to die. It'll be fine <laughs> next week. I'll have a new microphone. You you cut out at uh, it turns into a random and then yeah, but we got the gist though. Um, it's uh, I don't know. I do think that the biggest threat or the biggest reason for what Andrew is talking about uh, being a problem, and I agree that it is people you know not knowing how to play with other characters. Uh, it's just that it's too many. It's really a lot of characters. Some of them are really redundant, uh, like especially in DPS, particularly in DPS. A lot of the characters are redundant. And, I think there's uh, an endless tug of war between should our multiplayer competitive game have depth or should it just be really accessible? And they're kind of like always trying to figure out the in between of those things. And like if you look at Overwatch, especially its opening characters, everybody had like two buttons. Like there's a certain level of like there's like an over-designed element to certain characters that came out over time, like Brig and Sigma, where it's like they just have a lot of buttons. And originally, if you look at the original characters like like uh like Zarya and Soldier and uh Winston and so on, they have like two buttons. Like they're, they're like almost consistently mm -hmm. all the original characters have like very a very small kit. And like to some extent, I think that's because they wanted to ha make the game ex as accessible as possible while it was because they knew it was going to become an, it was going to be an incredibly complicated game even with things being as simple as that with each character and it is and it always has been but yeah like there's a kind there's an endless back and forth of like like do you want to make a game really complicated and interesting because a huge percentage of your audience will never play it correctly <laughs> and will never learn <laughs> how to actually do it and they'll just kind of brute force into it and then that's that's where we get all of our cult all of our uh community problems with that game is that people just mm -hmm fundamentally don't even try to learn how a lot of the game like like a huge percentage of the player base thinks that tanks just need to be they get a big shield and they walk down the main path and you walk behind them and you shoot through the shield at the enemies at their shield and they're all grouped up behind their shield and it's like there's almost no scenarios where that's a good idea on any map basically and like mm -hmm. even like even like even regardless of balancing like what what the current meta is or whatever like it's almost always been some kind of bad idea it blew my mind when i went to like an i went to once too but i didn't i went to an svb uh scrim or is that the word pub p pug both yes i don't know yeah i think Organized it's a, I think it's a thingy pug. <laughs> where you just play with people that just set up a lobby and so on and it's a whole thing where two teams are like two people are captains and then they draft uh, people from the lineup. And then, mm -hmm. uh, then the, the moderator like between matches will swap people out a little bit based on if it, if they, one team seems too imbalanced compared to the other one because they're people from different ranks and so on. And mm -hmm. uh, the what blew my fucking mind immediately was we went on to like Volskaya, the Russian level. And like no, but <laughs> like when we defended point two, nobody was downstairs everybody was upstairs all around the outer like the horseshoe ring of, of second floor locations i'm like this is weird this is different and you're like of course because like high ground is supposed to be an advantage in any shooter and you're like wow every match i ever play we either like we pretty much just all group up at like the choke at the entrance to the base and try to oh, defend there that on that the low opens, ground and that's like every match yeah. i ever play 
like every match I ever play of Overwatch with random people in matchmaking, it's always the easiest strategy, which means you just group up at whatever the choke point is and kind of modify it a bit based on how your character works. And like playing an organized match and seeing how like an evolving group of like people that start having plans work, you're like, oh my God, they use the high ground? Like not just like one guy. Like it's not just like oh wow, widow's on high ground. It's like no, everyone's using the high ground, and the tank is Sigma, and they're ta and they're attacking from the high ground, and they're shielding their teammates, and it's like a fundamentally different thing to the point where I like, I panicked a little bit because I was like, how the fuck do I play in this scenario? I've never seen this before, and it was supposed <laughs> yeah. to, and it was funny because I was like, I they may they uh, they group you up based on your rank, and so I was like, I was silver, and uh, I was in a match from like of people from like silver to low plat basically. And uh, and like I was like, they're just fundamentally playing differently, even though I could matchmake with people of these ranks and never see this because even at the time mm -hmm. I was matchmaking with Andrew, who was plat. And so we'd be playing in gold lobbies all the time. And I never saw this behavior in hundreds of hours. Yeah, gold never yeah. And it's yeah. like, what the f and it's like, this is the game, though. This is how the game's basically supposed to be played. And, you, and it doesn't exist in the wild. <laughs> and you're like, and that's that's such that's like. What a heartache to like put work into a game and have a cool idea and a vision and all that, and then just like nobody plays it yeah. in any way the way it's, it's designed to be. Everyone just plays it in terms of just like just whatever comes to mind, obviously, and like everyone's hostile to feedback or talking or planning. So nothing like no complicated plans ever happen. Everyone just runs to the the main. Everyone's on Main Street in every map, and no matter what character they are. And like if anyone behaves any way than other than they think they should, they just yell at them. And it's like everyone has an incredibly restrictive idea of what should have be happening. And if you do anything vaguely creative, they lose their mind. And like half the roster is seen as completely unviable uh, because they don't do the exact behavior you expect of like the most easiest like MMORPG behavior of tank with DPS and healers keeping them up and so on, all in a big ball basically. And it's just like that's not what the game really ever was and then whenever people yeah. talk about the meta it's stupid because like i have never been in a match where the game's balance mattered uh yeah that's actually the i think the biggest success of overwatch is that even though the meta is definitely there it's not a game about meta. It's not a game about that you readily know, okay, I'm going to optimize. But it is a game where everyone watches YouTube channels that tell them the meta. And then they're like, and then they enforce uh... the perceived meta that they heard about online, even though the thing that they're hearing about is of the supposed meta is just the fucking, uh, it's like your overwatch and some other people talking about how high level players matter because they slightly changed one number on this character. And wow, now he just kicks ass. Cause he does 5% more damage. And it's like, you're not no one on the planet is playing their characters so efficiently that those tiny little like nudges here and there actually change the entire game fundamentally that's not how silver to plat <laughs> works like there's way more there's way more positive and negative to be made up for that's made up for by uh how the individuals are playing the characters like playing a character you're good at is way better than playing the meta character all the way up until you're actually finally in like i don't know masters or something probably Mm -hmm. but, yeah. but the problem is that everyone perceives it that way and then you get yelled at and then the demoralize it then everyone gets demoralized because you're playing the wrong character but, and like any also, any like because they have a scapegoat to yell at now anything that goes wrong they have someone to blame it on and then they get demoralized and play wrong anyway because like they're or they're now resigned to the fact they're losing because you've stepped one step out of t out of line for what they want you to play mm -hmm. as and you're just like 
players. You're failing I, this game. <laughs> I must say that I always, uh, the only hate I, or not only, but m the vast majority of hate I see in, in Overwatch or I have seen is uh, directed towards DPS being uh, just, you know, not knowing how to play with the tanks. Um, and, and, and people tolerate a lot from DPS. And, and also, like, thinking back to our games and, and Andrew complaining, it usually is about the DPS. Although the tanks as well sometimes. Well, they, their, their, their entire job is to secure kills. That's, yeah. like, their... That's the whole reason that both healers and tanks exist, is to keep them alive to secure kills. And if they don't do that, it's yeah. why? Yeah. I, uh, I, I do like... That's one of the reasons why I like playing with, uh, with uh, Lucio, is because I, I have a little bit more flexibility supporting a lot of the DPS that is a little bit more zany. But also, Lucio can, do, can, do, can kill people pretty fast if I luck out into three headshots and a punch when I arrive. But, uh, you know, because you jump onto a person, three headshots and, and a punch immediately, you kill them. Uh, it is difficult to pull that off, but it's it's the kind of... The, the jumping around is just... It is such a fun character. But most of the... Yeah, I, like, it, you'd think that Lucio being such a weak healer, I would get a lot of people being like, oh, play something else. But usually it's like... People just saying there are no healers because Anna is somewhere off sniping the enemy and I'm like in the middle of the tanks just jumping around and, mm -hmm. and drawing fire. <laughs> like that's the other thing I do a lot is I draw aggro uh, with Lucio. So I usually, I usually get gold, uh, well, at least in, in silver and gold uh, ranks. I usually get gold for damage taken and I die that's very not little. A metal. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it, I, I draw. It's not a metal. <laughs> it is a metal. I get it, that metal all the time. Damage done? Damage taken. You don't get the metal. Oh, you probably don't. damage taken is no, not a you, metal. I, I, uh, it's a score. I, I see that. And Lucy, there's no way Lucio would take more damage than the tanks. I take more damage. I promise you. I take the usually. I take the most damage. Not you have so little usually, bandwidth for taking damage. You'll die in only two hundred. But, but I, I'm a, I'm a beautiful Lucio. I'm just. I there really might be like there character. might be a there might be a stat somewhere on the screen for it, but it's not one of the medals. I, it might not be a medal. I, I can't, you can't I get don't gold on exactly. It. They won't tell you like how you compared with the other characters, so you can't know if you're taking. You're not. You're not taking mm. more damage than the tank. That's insane. <laughs> the tanks That's, get shot so much of? and healed. I might be wrong. Yeah, that does. Now there's that I damage say, done why, and why? damage and there's damage healed. You can't. There's no damage taken medal. There's a damage shielded metal, which hmm. you can't you don't qualify for. Uh yeah, of course. But yeah, there's no damage taken metal. That's not uh that's not an huh. aspirational yeah, so goal. I do uh, yeah, but okay, you, that makes sense. I'm I'm my memories are confused. I haven't played Overwatch since last year. Um but um but I do like playing Lucio because jumping around is just people will shoot at me and they miss because I'm jumping around all the time. And it's uh it's good because other people can shoot at the enemy. I can I can yeah, it's a good character. I can't believe they didn't have it from release. Didn't have what from release? It, Lucio. Lucio. Lucio was at launch. Was it? Oh, yeah, okay. he's a launch yeah. character. Yeah, Anna was. Anna was not. Yeah, Anna oh, was the go. first That's... character added like a month in or something. It was originally like Lucio, Zenyatta, and Mercy. There was mm, so little yeah. healing and like, f like the support. They needed group more. included fucking Symmetra, which had no healing. <laughs> That's, and oh, Torbjorn. I remember you talking uh, about Torbjorn that. Torbjorn was yeah. a defensive 
character, not a support. Mm-hmm. They changed that later. Wasn't like like May we're in like May and Torbjorn were in the defensive like shield. There was like there was like defensive DPS and offensive DPS were two separate categories. I thought But Symmetra was I but Symmetra was literally support in support because of his uh, shields. Torbjorn has shields. I thought he only has turrets. I mean they changed it. Uh, Anna has a sniper uh, rifle. Uh, yeah, so Torbjorn used to hand out shield packets. Like, he used to throw out shields oh, that uh, people could yeah. people could add. And so I thought... I'm pretty sure Torbjorn used no. to be in the support yeah, I, just, I just found the field. roster. Badoop. The only supports the were Lucio, Mercy, Zenyatta, and Symmetra. And Symmetra ah, did not there fit there. It didn't make any sense. Nope. <laughs> well, she's just there to make the roster well, look it... more even. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even in her original state of having like some shields or whatever, she never actually fit the the like that's a medical plus sign. Like that is <laughs> that is that is she does not fit in whatever you call a support category. Zenyatta uh, no that uh Symmetra. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, Symmetra. Think is about a, how little he I know you like, like that her. was a fundamentally he, different game. Like that's what's worth I know you consider. like Symmetra, but she's bad for the game. Metro's fucking great, and I'll fucking choke you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, it's really interesting thinking about like like I'm talking about how like the game's just gonna be fundamentally different in a few months, and it's just gonna be like that's not there. It is you can't play it anymore. Uh, that already happened. Like it is really interesting yeah. looking at the original roster. Like there was no Anna, there was no uh, Moira. Like there is no high volume healer in the entire game. There's Lucio's diluted everybody yeah. healing and there's Mercy's single target kind of strong healing where she can't do anything else when she's doing it. Like she just is personally heal bot somebody. And then there's Zenyatta. It's like, ow, like set it and forget it. Mercy's orb. also bad for the game, by the way. No, Mercy's fucking great. You, you're, 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 she is great. All of your but... ideas are bad and you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, I think I think people... Uh, I, I think the problem with Mercy is that a lot of people don't know how Mercy's to play Mercy. So fucking fun. She's so powerful. Once she registered, once I once cool. it clicked for yeah. me, she became like the funnest character, which is I like playing her. Confusing. Like playing, yeah. She's way too well, powerful. Well, the problem is, the problem is people use her too much as a healer, yeah, which is true. not what she's because she's she needs to support. She has to damage boost. Also, we lost you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That damage boost is like super it's crucial. Super powerful, there's yeah. no reason to be holding holding heal and on every anybody. Now like and you, then especially you when there's always little murder. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I mean, especially because, like you said, there's high high healers now in the game. Like you have Anna and Moira who can just fat stack your yeah. healing. Yeah, Moira, and it's like you don't need a Moira and, yeah. a, and a and a, a a Mercy. Like that is such a good combination. Almost every character has too many buttons that they added to the game. It seems there's just there's just a lot. They're like, it seems like when they added uh, was it like when they added hamster and they added. Uh, Anna's fine. She's clearly just a vanilla character they didn't finish yet. <laughs> you can't make a character that fast. Like they, she, they did not make the character post-launch. They were just were, they were just finishing her and be like, oh look, a new character. It'll roll out. Uh, like Anna's like a perfect character to me. Uh, Anna's great. Ryan is great. Roadhog's great. Winston's great, and they're gonna ruin him by giving him a railgun, so he's gonna have another button now. And it's like, no, he's so pure. Uh, what? What do you mean he's getting a railgun? He's getting gun? a railgun. They're giving him a, lane, a ranged laser. And it's like, what? That's not what Winston is. You're, you're, turning, you're turning him into Brig where he has a bunch of buttons, like too many buttons. I thought, I thought what's-her-face was getting a railgun. You talking about legs? 
the legs lady no that we don't know what? much about yeah, yeah. yeah what we she don't has, make her yeah she has some kind of the... railgun type thing but like winston winston's getting like a charge up like alternate fire that uses more ammo and it's a long range laser like how a bunch of characters have alternate is, fires. is getting a rail gun no there, there's a new character that we still know basically oh, nothing about legs lady they, they keep showing her in like preview videos but she she we, oh, we see don't... her do like no abilities so we're like what does she do <laughs> she just has a gun <laughs> what a boring video uh Oh no! I did not anticipate talking about Overwatch. We've been doing it for a while. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk about <laughs> what none of us are actually playing it. But oh mercy! We could, we could... Holy shit! That mobility gets so fun once you stop fucking it up all the time. <laughs> like just yeah. sitting between all your characters is addictive. But I—that's a character where that's I'm like, well, like what do you do with that character? Like having a character that stops doesn't do anything but heal and boost people. Like that's. Like, there's an insecurity I feel when I'm doing that in a six-player match. When it's a five-player match, that's weird. That's even that's no, even larger. More powerful. Well, I mean, it's, it's an even larger chunk of the players in your party that are not actively, like, fighting. Oh. And that can fundamentally be, like, like that. she can either be way too powerful or she can be, like, a waste. Like, I, like you have to figure out how to balance that because, like, your team does has one less person fighting in a match mm-hmm. where there's where even fewer people are tanks yeah that's true i thought yeah, it was a, it would be more powerful but it maybe it isn't maybe it, it is could be incredibly weak to have two dps and a healer versus two dps and two healers especially since yeah and i should be accurate supports they're not mercy is usually a, yeah. a healer more and, but it does some support stuff too but like other characters especially like every other character is way more offensive than mercy is than so Mer- it's, yeah for sure, like for sure. it's like it's, they're essentially four dps two of which have more utility and so mm-hmm. like it's like four dps versus three dps like that's a really big balance change where i don't know how you even balance a character like mercy that's like a it's like a it's like why i like the game so much is like that rpg addiction thing like the the, the ambition of like in rp you know we talked about how i like rpgs because of this there's the there's this impossible aspirational thing of trying to re- replicate D, which you can't do and so they're all going to be broken in different ways. And it's like Overwatch has this impossible goal of having so many fucking characters that are completely different from each other in one like roster and trying to make that balanced is like a fool's errand. <laughs> but they made a really cool game mm-hmm. in the process. I don't know. I well, I don't know. I why can't you just called uh I I guess I'm thinking like the Smash Brothers thing. Like Smash Brothers does this. How how can how come this is so difficult? I mean, is Smash Brothers known for being balanced? I thought it was the opposite. They literally banned several characters. Not so. Never... Not uh, Ultimate doesn't have any banned characters in tournaments. Uh, they're all viable. Uh, in older Smash, when there wasn't online updates, they had to ban characters because, like, what do you do? What do you do about characters that are like so? They come out the gate so fundamentally broken and never get patched. But uh, but ultimate ultimate doesn't have banned characters because all of the characters they're not like I'm not gonna say that they're one you know like perfectly balanced, but way more balanced than Overwatch feels. There's like a lot of times in Overwatch you're like, and he's gone. I'd, there's a yeah, lot there's, more times in Overwatch. Just, uh, there's just a lot of times in Overwatch where you do, you can you can feel that there is an imbalance somewhere. Um. Like heavy yeah. imbalances, like I don't know, like Doomfist one-shotting somebody is rough, like every time. Hmm. It's yeah, 
Especially because know. it's a like, difficult character to play, and you know that whoever is playing it and is killing you, they're good. Well, well, the problem is like bit. it. It's like it, it would make sense if Doomfist could like one shot a DPS character. Okay, fine. You know, like yeah, DPS for DPS. But the fact that he he like he literally can one shot a healer and a tank that just gets tickled a little bit, and it's like what the fuck? What do you do about that? What do you do about a character that just and is gone? Character that just oh he's gone for good now oh no he's gone for good oh the destruction that is being wrought upon his uh, in uh, he's hardware he's gonna flip over his whole he's desk smashing he's going for a full Wilson on on the whole thing it's Andrew oh. Wilson I mean Wilson he's going oh, right yeah he's it's Wilson. so so it's Winston sorry and he's gone <laughs> he's gonna get that I can I can watch it it's yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I do not even. No matter what, I don't think I could do Final Fantasy at the end of the day because I don't think my mic's gonna work long enough for me to do it. Uh, <laughs> it's. I I'm watching it in real time. I'm watching Our poor like, Halloween costumes. The waveform, right? I, yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching the. <laughs> yeah, that doing that. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the. So so I'm watching the device manager, and it just the driver just collapses crashing, right? and then comes yeah. back collapses then comes back um, Jesus it's Christ. not the, it's not the cable it is the microphone that's dying and it's fine it's, do you have another shitty microphone no it's all packed away oh because you're you're moving huh yes shit so, this is the worst possible I, timing <laughs> i didn't yeah i you didn't can't just plan pop out a snowball this. or some shit no uh no, actually, I but the only available mic I think I do have access to is my Yeti phone. that has the same issue. Um, Your Yeti also? Yetis do, yeah. What? Yes, my Yeti also is in the... It had, the reason I replaced my Yeti was because it had the problem of, as a USB microphone, it won't keep a steady connection anymore. It just stops. Um, Weird. It, it's, this is why yeah, USB mics are bad. This is why you that, don't yeah. use USB microphones. You use XLR cables with sound... Yep it's fine it's just i i made a dumb mistake <laughs> and i have to suffer for it and it's fine i i mean we're I all suffering it. for it <laughs> yeah well, that's true i i'm i it's fine i replaced it uh it will a new replacement will be here next month and it'll be fine we can uh speaking of uh of uh bad things happening to hardware and software thing uh and since we were talking about things that happened in the last three weeks Twitch got hacked. How did? Why don't we? I'm sorry. How are we able to just get to that whole conversation with nothing going wrong? <laughs> we, whenever we talk uh, about the technical difficulties, nothing goes wrong. But the moment we talk yeah, about anything yeah. else, that's it's yeah. fine. It's like yeah, you know, Twitch got like hacked. You, uh, I don't have anything to say about that though. I still, I, I still, stu uh, OBS Studio still doesn't doesn't connect properly to Twitch. It's, Good riddance. Uh, it's it's like and they, and it wasn't apparently it was uncovered that they had a do not ban list uh, where they had a list of streamers who they were just not gonna ban because it was internally defined that they wouldn't because of course they it, have this sort of stuff. It was a little more profitable to keep them around. Yeah. Of oh course right. Yeah. That. I forgot there was, it was more than just the fact that they got hacked and it's like oh no bad things happening to Twitch. It's like information was revealed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like this sort of stuff. Like people. People have been saying, like, any anytime you hear somebody say, oh, they're unfair, they do not ban the big ones, and, uh, like, even about Google, like, recently, I think I, it was this week, we found out that Google has 
all these shady business business practices within their organization to maximize their their uh it's like insider trading in in their uh ad uh, ad bots and stuff so that they they basically maximize the the ad revenue for their own companies it's like super super shady because they they control like it, it, all, no company is is free of this of this sort of stuff and um of the sort of you know un, un, unfair advantages to certain people and whether they are the big ones or if they're the the you companies mean, of you mean unregulated companies are not bothered by this yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, unregulated. But the thing is, like, even if they are regulated, they, they just skirt those regulations. Is skirt the correct word? And it sounds like you need to tighten your belt and start, like, strangling them more. I need to, we need to uh, separate them. Just make them into separate companies. Because, you know, that's, that's, a, that's easy for one. Are you implying also- that, that Alphabet should break up and to just be Google? That would be silly. And no, Alphabet can't be Alphabet made up of one letter. Alphabet is just a venture capital investment group. At the end of the day, that's what they do. And they obviously they have major stakehold in 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 Google and a bunch of other companies like YouTube. But Alphabet is just a venture capital company. It's the problem isn't that they uh, the problem isn't that they have those venture capital uh, or that they they have the ownership of Google. The problem is that they all work within the same umbrella well how, how should i explain it, it it's like i don't know it, maybe i'm maybe maybe it is a problem maybe it is a problem that alphabet owns everything and it's not just i mean that's always bad it's always bad for sure yeah <laughs> I what i'm saying is like i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to think of of things like um like amazon for example amazon owns it's not even Amazon anymore because they also make the those groups. Uh, what is the who owns things like uh, is it PayPal that that's or is it eBay and PayPal? Am I confusing things? I'm confusing things. I confuse things I, a lot. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too sure what you're trying to. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's complicated, and I don't. You might have just. Are you talking about like you're I, talking about the the like parent and subsidiary relationship yeah, between companies? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, you have like Facebook as the parent company, but it has WeChat or WhatsApp and Instagram as subsidiaries of its mm-hmm. uh of its business. Uh which is why Facebook's do is going to be doing the thing that Google did, which is like, "Hey, there's a new t- kid in town and it's called whatever Facebook comes up with. I'm going to call it Zuckworld and Zuckworld <laughs> LLC." <laughs> Um, is going to oh, come out here and everybody provide you hated with that. Everybody <laughs> did hate that. Well, you know what? I also hate Zuck World, and maybe we should end <laughs> Zuck World. But we should stop living until, in Zuck World. It's, until someone stops it. Uh, but yeah, like Google doing Alphabet was basically to consolidate all of their uh, all of their companies under one umbrella. So that way, when someone goes, "Hey, Google, you can't do," that's like, "Excuse you, Google is a subsidiary of Alphabet." Uh, it is not all-encompassing. YouTube is a subsidiary of Alphabet, not Google. Yeah. It's not Google's YouTube. It's Alphabet's YouTube. Because, um, Google, because again, Google's like a bad name now, just like Facebook's a bad name. But the thing is, it, Alphabet like, owns shares and owns like owns a bunch of other companies. You don't hear that a lot because it's, you know, it's just business well, those news. Are, but those are all companies that Google owns. 
No, no, but like impartially companies. Like the the the. Um, I'm under NDA. I can't say anything. Uh, but uh, what I mean to is, <laughs> uh, what I mean to say is that the venture capitalism, or what's is the, I think that's just the word. You know, but basically, when companies require funding, they go out and reach out to venture capital investment groups, and which Alphabet is one of them. Um, yeah. And uh, and they just say, I need this much, or let's evaluate my company and tell me how much you want to pay for whatever shares we, ha we want to give you. And they just have their fingers everywhere, which is just, you know, that's regular capitalism. So it's, it's not anything necessarily new, but the, the, they don't own, they don't have the same level of control over those companies as Google has, or as at least Alphabet has over Google and YouTube and, 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 uh, and analytics and all the, those stuff, you know, it's AdWords that I meant to say, but still. It's like they own a bunch of things and you don't think of those things a lot of the time as, or you don't even know that a lot, a lot, they're owned by Google, but because, well, it's just a lot, either because it's a private deals or because it's, uh, it's just business news, you know, nobody reads the Washington, what's that big journal that is like enormous and costs a lot of money? <laughs> that one. What? Isn't uh, there isn't there a journal? These conversations in, uh, are really hard to follow when you don't know the names of like, any of the things you're talking are, about. Are you, talk, are you talking about like the Wall Street Journal? Yeah, I think that might be the one. Isn't that the one that comes like with like an addendum that's enormous every day or something? I is it known for being expensive? Is that what it's known for? No, it's not. I I don't I know because I've never. I, yeah, I don't know if it's expensive. It's pretty cheap for the Wall Street Journal. Are you are you talking about a scientific or a news? No, no, no. It's just like business news. The, the, you know, then, the people that's who Wall do Street stocks. Journal. Yeah, the people who do stocks read this stuff. I'm not a person who does stocks. And I don't read this stuff. I, I don't know business. It's difficult. I I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I completely lost I, the I don't, thread. What are we talking about? Bitch bad. Talking about... And yeah, they, are, <laughs> they have... They basically, basically monopolies are bad. And there should be individual companies for individual companies and not one company that owns multiple individual companies because that's never an ideal outcome oh there it goes <laughs> it is not an ideal outcome does it happen whenever he's loud enough is that what's happening i don't know let me test <laughs> there it oh, goes it is is it volume he has to be defeated okay andrew time travel like this. the time travel in, in, in that <laughs> a, the, uh, 999 game how did you feel about that Fantastic! Nothing, nothing makes me more happy than thinking about the time travel in that one game. If there's only one crashing. way, He's there's one way the I can keep myself alive. It's thinking about just how much joy that game brings me. Nothing oh my can God, it's compare based on the, to the, the volume. I have murdered Andrew. Alternatively, <laughs> oh, it, it could be it, a problem with the fact that the microphone just doesn't have actually any signifier for why it kills itself. There it goes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, I think randomly I think dies. <laughs> I think it's just um, it's just the yeah. Do we even upload this the, podcast? <laughs> yeah, why not? This is this is sure, this is quality it. entertainment right oh, here. This, this or this a whole month between episodes. Quality entertainment. No, we're we're gonna persevere. We have more things to talk about besides nine. We can answer these stupid questions we got. I mean, great questions from oh, our do? amazing audience. So we love you. <laughs> we do we do oh, i One was gonna talk does. about metroid uh, metroid dread that came out and it's the, hitting all the hate hits because that also happened oh metroid you, you'd ask, 
Did, did I, what did I say? You said Metroid like it's Detroit become human. So I was like, wait, what are we <laughs> oh, talking about? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not English. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> I have Metroid, never yeah. heard that one before. That was a new one. What is, I, sorry, what I, was the I topic of Metroid Dread? I didn't follow any of the sentence because I didn't couldn't get relax on at first. <laughs> I was just saying, like, you asked me very, very early in the podcast, or I think you asked us both, uh, what things have happened in um, in the last three weeks. And I just... Uh, many of us played Metroid I noted Dread? down what I remembered, and M Metroid Dread has come out. I have not. I don't know, that was just viral shit from dumb people being like... There's like... <laughs> God of War is so many <laughs> is on so many viral bad takes in both directions all the time. It's exhausting. I'm so tired of hearing about God of War at this rate. But it's like, on one hand, there's people being like, they just recycled the animation of getting in a boat. It's basically the same video game. Like, remember that? And there's all those people like, ah, Thor's fat. That's why does he look like Marvel Thor? Why does he look like real Thor, the alcoholic that drank an entire ocean and the actual, you know, the real lore? Read the real shit, you assholes. It's, not lore. it's, it's easy. There's only it's 200 canon. pages. <laughs> There's only 200 pages yeah. of it. They barely, like it all got burned by Christians. It's all gone. So there's very little of it. And in it, all he does is eat and murder. So he's probably not thin. Uh, he probably doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth. So that was stupid. But then on, but then uh, those people are like, if they expect me to buy the next God of War, there better be more interactive environments. And they're showing like some guy like slashing at trees and not being able to cut them over. And it's like, really this is where we're at now like you guys where's the where's the where's the needle you guys are mad at the fucking nintendo 64 trees from pokemon but you're also mad that the lovingly rendered super trees and god of war can't be cut over for no cut down for no reason like what was that what's the point of doing that uh but then like the next one's fucking metroid dread there's people like like oh this is uh 60 from nintendo and they look they show like metroid dread and it's like he's fighting she's fighting a boss in like a foggy environment and doesn't look very detailed and you know just fighting a 2d boss fight and then it's this is god of war and it's kratos fighting a super dragon and that one thing but it's also like showing like a the super scripted basically not interactive part of the fight where you're beating it and it's like okay you're what first of all one <laughs> metroid has better gameplay than god of war like <laughs> god of war is so diluted in its actual ga video gameness by all of its dumb cinematic shit that gets in the way of playing it uh, including its camera being ass because it only has that camera to look good for boring people. Uh, so you're the problem, tweeter. Uh, but also, like, you're comparing... <laughs> like, I, I've seen it. Metroid Dread also has a handful of, like, little cinematic takedown moments with some of the bosses. You intentionally compared the static camera that's static so that you can see the game and play it well versus, like, oh, I'm not even playing it, God of War. Like, you just people are just dishonest shitbags. But yeah, it's one of those it's, things where I'm like, you're wrong yeah. because you're lying about the thing. Your data is lying, but also you're wrong about what makes things good in the first place. <laughs> your goals are bad, but you're also wrong it's on the way for... to your goals. It's basically like it... whenever you encounter fucking... It's like the first DLC of Outer Worlds. <laughs> where I'm like... <laughs> where I'm with the, like, without spoiling anything specific, it's just like, okay, you guys fucked up at your goal really bad. And so, like, you're wrong there, but also I don't want to help you fix it because the goal was bad, too. <laughs> like, that's it's that. But like, that's 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 80 percent of viral takes on Twitter is people fundamentally playing games for the wrong reasons and being irritating people and having these dumb takes about like it's not cinematic and pixely enough. It's like you're ruining things. <laughs> you're ruining I'm, things. Geez. You're ruining that's everything. That's what I've been like, saying. 
like it's Since I was like, a kid. Like it's a it's a tr- like at this point it's like we've seen it too much and so it's like I'm tired of seeing yeah. it. But I at this point I still am happier whenever I see that one meme that's like I want to see games that look worse and were and come out slower and where people work fewer hours and I'm not kidding and it has like I don't know like Sonic or something as the avatar I don't remember like as as widely shared as <laughs> that, that is, is yes I'm still happier obviously yes. not crunched on games I'm still happier Sonic. I see that whenever than all these dumb other takes or whatever want games yeah i i I am totally behind with worse i'm totally behind that i want to see games that look worse and and take longer to make and uh in and are less cinematic honestly but but oh yeah it's an art it's an archie comics picture that's what that's what they used for it yeah i want shorter games with worse graphics made by people who are paid more to work less and i'm not kidding yeah that's the one absolutely it's better games those are better games and and Uh, and if anything if if we have seen it is. They are better games. Look at the indie. Look at the last ten years, and look at what indie g- game developers have been making. You have on the one hand FIFA and Madden, or whatever it's, how it's pronounced, uh, and uh, Assassin's Creed. I rest my case. And then on the other hand, you have all of the games that are actually popular and leading, like Minecraft and PUBG and 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 Outer Wilds. I mean, Otherwise isn't necessarily leading, but they're good. Uh, and all the indie games that may not be leading, but they're good. Stardew Valley and all that sort of stuff. Because AAA affects a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people play AAA. But that's not where you get the good video games, is my take on that. And it's not to say that indie, the indie scene isn't also full of people being exploited for their work. Because it is. It's an industry-wide problem. And uh, it needs to be addressed. But what I'm saying is that you don't need the you don't you don't need to exploit them because the games are difficult to make. You exploit them because Colonel, that's how we get more money. God of War 2018 was voted the best game of all time somewhere. Andrew has a thing to say about that. That's uh, people are so boring. I, like it's not a horrible <laughs> game, but Jesus Christ, what a boring outcome! But it was always going to be boring because it's a fucking public poll. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. it's uh, the literal lowest common denominator that's what it is by definition <laughs> i mean yeah i i think I, I don't i think like half of that is half the meme is true like i don't care what how long the game is and i don't care how it looks i just only want i just want good games made by people who are paid more to and to work less yeah like that's yeah. it i don't i don't really care if your game looks like you know, a, a modern masterpiece of realism versus a game that looks like, I don't know, Undertale. But, like, it, that doesn't matter to me as long as it's good. Because, like, I don't like Undertale. things are just like, they, it, they, don't, don't, they just don't actually work even. And if anything, things well, get yeah, creepier. I mean, like, Deltarune makes me like, feel things. But then I play, like, Man of Medan, which I have recently with Housemates again. And it's like, wow, they sure put a lot of gigabytes into this my favorite part was when i <laughs> we decided on a whim to play it because the other indie horror game was breaking so we were like uh i can download a man of medan on the pc and it's like well this will take an hour because it's 60 gigabytes fuck you oh my god it's so <laughs> it's enormous like, it's, all, it's, like, it's only game. a couple hours long what the fuck yeah <laughs> well too many graphics just to, and the only result is that everyone smiles and screams are creepy because <laughs> their faces are weird it only makes think, they, like, it, like, it just it, like if it would look like Telltale, it would be more engaging because the characters would be less fucked up looking. Yeah, yeah, 
I think, and it would probably be a better game because they would have more time to flesh out gameplay mechanics or write a more compelling story. I liked the story of Man of Medan. It wasn't like mind blowing or anything, but I remember it. I know I, I remember I Man issues of issues with it. I think maybe like this might be another thing like the RPG thing where it's like the wow, it's so ambitious or whatever. But like, I think Supermassive Games has a bad plan built into their mm -hmm. entire idea of how to make games because <laughs> they want to make these choose your own adventure horror games. And it's like. They they're they're following uh, they're following the formula of Walking Dead basically like Telltale Games is popular mm -hmm. most popular title, and like mm -hmm. the thing about Walking Dead is there was only so much permeability in its choices, like a lot of the experience was relatively the same and certain things could change, but usually it wasn't the part where people like died and got eliminated. It was more like and sometimes it was just like choices that technically wouldn't maybe wouldn't even affect anything like episode two opens with there are this many people at the camp and there are these many items of food who should you feed and it's like oh shit and it's like even if it doesn't affect anything else in the game there's just this moment of like being there doing their doing the choice yourself and and like have and feeling responsible for it and not knowing what it may or may not affect later like that just is a meaningful moment in its own and like mm -hmm. but, and, and supermassive doesn't really necessarily get that so they make these games where it's like wow anyone could die and like it's like and on one hand it's like kind of interesting that like wow the entire roster of until dawn can die some of them can die in multiple different ways and also every one of them could survive but it's like i don't know the more i look at like stuff like until dawn uh the, the more i look at stuff like annihilation and other horror media it's like characters are supposed to have arcs and like meaningful uh, and, and like meaningful endings that tie into the rest of the story and like you can technically and like i think walking dead does this in some cases you can write multiple endings that are all meaningful ends to the arc of individual characters like when you t when you have characters like uh like in episode one there's like the kid the 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 kind of like fail son kid that's like a pain in the ass and like kenny's multiple ways that he ends that chapter and so on like there's different storylines that are differently meaningful and it's like okay these are all meaningful culminations of this whole thing but then you play like man of medan and it's like the you know the asshole yes or the asshole <laughs> by Iceman and animorphs jake uh like in our playthrough he got he he escaped and got help and it's like oh, okay mm -hmm. it's like he um just, I, he was like, the just, only one that escaped i think uh he, he got he got he he came back and helped us and some of us got away or whatever but like it, oh, right, like, right, right, right. That's, the, yeah. But, like, he escaped on the boat, and it's like, okay, there's, like, an aspect of, like, he was this asshole that was irresponsible and fucking things up for everybody, and then he escapes, and then there's, there's this kind of back-and-forth tension of, like, oh, okay, so maybe, maybe he's just still an asshole, and he's just looking out for himself, and he just got away, and now we're all fucked. Or maybe he's like, oh, fuck, this is kind of my fault, and I need to take responsibility, and he's going to come back with help and, like, actually save the day or something. And it's like, that's kind of meaningful. But, mm -hmm. uh, and, like, indifferently, and, and, and like, I think he might be able to get killed on the boat. I, like, he might be able to get killed confronting them, I think. I'm not sure. There's a lot of, op there's a lot of options or whatever. And it's like, it oh, that, be, that, could yeah, be, yeah. that could be him being like the guy that caused all this and then he kind of gets his just desserts and gets fucked up immediately as a result of his own actions to some extent or it could be like oh man he 
he tried to stand up for them and save his friends from his own mistakes or whatever. And then he got shot or whatever the fuck. I, th I think he might be able to die at the beginning of the game. But what happened mm -hmm. is Stephanie was playing as him and he he uh, he tried to escape, but she didn't. Uh, she's really, really bad at quick time events because she doesn't know the buttons on any platform, basically. So she can't play the game, really. So he immediately fucked up and fell over on the boat. And I thought they were just going to shoot him. But I guess they captured him. So he's just with the rest of the crew. So when everyone's on the, the ghost ship later, he's with us. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was an option. I thought he had to either die or escape <laughs> at the beginning. I've never seen any yeah. playthrough where he's actually like, he's just another dude with everybody else. So all the scenes are actually rewritten to have him in them. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. But what happened is he just randomly gets haunted by some evil nurse lady or whatever. Like he gets separated from oh. the entire party out of nowhere. And like, no one knows where he went. And then suddenly later on, you see him in nowhere getting attacked by a ghost nurse or something. And it's like the one from the trailer. It's like, oh, that's where she is. I never saw her. And and like mm -hmm. once again, uh, Stephanie sex the QTEs. So she fucked up and died. And it's like, OK, how is this a meaningful end to this character? <laughs> how is this? Yeah. This isn't storytelling like this is trash. Like this, the random asshole that kind of caused all this. He just kind of like vanishes for no reason is in random hallways because once you're on the ship in that game they can just magically teleport you around like it's the woods in my like i saw what i talked about in the, in the annihilation essay like it's the same rules where everyone's teleporting around and you can use it as a device to tell any story you want and test the people mm -hmm. and it's like it's one that was it, really confusing by the way <laughs> that was is? a really confusing area the woods or the the ship in there Oh, no, because it's it's exactly like what I talk about where with like bad stuff happening in the woods like that ship is the same thing. It's a completely magical yeah. space where everyone can just be anywhere. This mm -hmm. the, you want you you're inherently are like, where are they on the ship? It's like it doesn't matter. There There is no internal logic to the ship. People are just in hallways mm -hmm. and they happen to be with whoever they happen to be with out of the existing characters or alone. And they happen mm -hmm. to encounter enemies. And it's just like it's a it's a space where you can do anything. But the problem mm -hmm. is that like. If he gets attacked randomly and then survives, then it's like, oh, wow, what a spooky little set piece. But like if he gets attacked in that part and then dies because you fuck up the QTEs, which, of course, like if, if you fucked it, you had to get in order to get there, you had to fuck up QTEs. So there's a high chance you will fuck up QTEs there, too. He just dies. And you're like, that's not that's not a narrative that didn't go anywhere. No, that wasn't yeah. a culmination of anything that was set up in the game. A ghost that just showed up in this scene only randomly killed him. And now a character's just out and no one will mention him again. And it's like, that's not, he was one of the main characters. He didn't have I mean, an arc. There's no payoff. That wasn't like just desserts a, or irony or anything. Yeah. But that's just a problem of, of I think it's specifically related to QTEs as a mechanic. Uh, if, if they made them all disappear from the world, everything would be better. Well, it's not it's not even just qtes it's like because there's an element of like that being like an engaging thing of like it can like affect like how tired your characters are or this or that element or it can just kind of make it feel engaging because you don't know which ones will matter or not to some extent and you're like oh man wait, i gotta get involved don't fuck it up but like yeah you gotta like plan all of your outcomes as being equally valid and that's what i think supermassive games fails at is that they don't they don't plan for every ending of every character oh, being an mean. equally meaningful ending. They're just a bunch mm -hmm. of random bullshit ones. And then like one, maybe that kind of is the point of that character. And so as a result, the if you look at the reviews for all of the uh, games in this trilogy, because there's there's three of them out now. Uh, mm. It's not very good. <laughs> I'm behind. But they're all really bad reviews. And it's like, because, yeah, most people's experiences with these games is that the story sucks. 
And it's like the story sucks because like they, they probably only wrote like one good through line per character and nobody experiences those, especially they, they especially don't get to experience like all the good, meaningful outcomes of every character in the same playthrough. Like you never get annihilation. Mm-hmm. You never get annihilation where every single character has a really specific path through that. that, that that's a through line of each character. And there's like themes going on. It's like, no, because it's, it's they're doing the they're, they're proving Ebert right <laughs> a little bit. Because he was like, mm-hmm. it's not art doesn't work because it's interactive or whatever. Like that argument that he threw out there that was dumb or whatever. But like this, playing Man of Dan with different people and seeing the different outcomes. I'm like, this is mostly, yeah, it's exactly what he was saying, basically. It's like by letting people interact and not, it's like, it's not because he was right because it was a good argument. But it was because these people just don't actually put the work in to make each different outcome equally meaningful. Mm-hmm. So you just have this, this, tr- this trash story for most playthroughs. And it's like. People, when people, if you give people a trash story, they're not going to be like, wow, now I'm going to replay it and see if I can get a good story eventually. Like, not a good outcome, but a good story. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mess. I don't know how we got here. Uh, we were uh, complaining about uh, things, and then uh, we started that's, talking about RPGs. That's, that's all we're doing. It's always video we started talking. That's another bingo thing. We started talking about RPGs, and Andrew goes quiet. It's not an RPG. Either that or his, his microphone. <laughs> It's not an RPG. I mean, it, it kind of is, though, in the sense that if you detach yourself from everything and all every all that you know loses any meaning, it is an <laughs> RPG. And the way that Pac-Man's <laughs> a survival horror. No, I've, I've been here before. I've done the <laughs> argument of, like, tell, t- I, yeah. like I, I, I've said before, like, Telltale's games are better RPGs than Final Fantasy. Yeah. Because in Final Fantasy, I think men there's of- no role-playing. And you do literally role play in these other games. It's just that they're definitely a little, at least. At least you have choices and and yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think Telltale did it, a weird thing where does... they started as point click point and click adventure games, and then they then the cutscenes started taking over the entire game until they just became Walking Dead. They just became Mass Effect cutscenes as a whole game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, also they were a sucky company that exploited their workers. And, but uh, that's and just Tuesday. <laughs> that's just yeah. It's, it's so the, it's I, so exhausting. I hold men of I'm, I'm about ready to go back to Overwatch and just be like, fuck it, because like it's <laughs> it's not like anything else I'm consuming was ethically made. <laughs> oh, speaking of unethically like how made. Fu- like how do you there's no such th- like there's basically no such thing as ethically made art that's mass no that that's mass available. There there's just the ones yeah. that you know about and the ones that are blind sides that you just uh, that everyone knows about, but you just don't know about and you just uh, yeah. and you're just, and you don't really want to look any closer. And then there's just the stuff that's just waiting to come out. <laughs> Speaking, uh, speaking of unethically made, Ubisoft, the also rape company, um, who have also been involved in a bunch of accusations about rape and sexual assault uh, and all they that. They apologized. Could you please? They, they, uh... they, they sent a very solemn JPEG a few months back <laughs> when that, that all came out. Uh, apparently, apparently, they're not doing anything about their internal culture. And they just hired a new, um, a new a very uh, director. A JPEG. <laughs> They hired a new uh, creative Christ. director who is uh, directly, who was directly responsible for the people who were accused of, of bad things. So that's also nice for Ubisoft. That's a thing that happened in the last couple of weeks. That oh, sounds wow. about also, right. That's good. Speaking of good uh, unethical, him. do you know Genshin Impact? Oh, what? <laughs> Great. <laughs> They were going to have an Elon Musk event, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, I only skimmed the headlines and it's been a, a couple of weeks. And so I don't remember exactly. I know they I know they canceled it. That's how I knew about it. They canceled Genshin Impact was going to have apparently Genshin Impact has events. So I don't know how that works, but it, it is a thing that in modern yeah. video games and kids these days and all we that. We can't talk about Genshin but, Impact. That's how we got the most dislikes ever in the history of the podcast is daring to not like just Genshin Impact. My God. Oh, but Keith, let's join not liking Genshin better. Impact with not liking Elon Musk. Let's all get all well, the our powers combined. I mean, we did the last episode was Grimes. Oh, and the people, it's, do people like Grimes more than Elon Musk? I, well, I mean, we don't like Grimes in part because of Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the narrative it's, it's like i am leaving elon musk and looking at marks but not really not really and also not really leaving joke, but they're just, like they're maybe divorced but they're staying together or something that's how millionaires do you know how it is i mean if i were married to a millionaire i also would divorce them and stay together or vice versa wait maybe the other way around is better <laughs> yeah what? i probably would not divorce them <laughs> and not stay together that's Oops. probably better. i'm confused I'm trying. I don't know how to navigate any of this. It's the, it's very difficult. And yeah, how would you marry a millionaire? Big mood. Uh, uh, kill I him. Mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would never not kill a per a, a rich person you marry. That's Is like the, a really oops, dumb. I accidentally married an axe murderer, but every millionaire <laughs> self defense. Yeah. I self defense them in the. <laughs> it depends. So it depends on how rich they are. You could go. You normally you want to go the like the Black Widow route, where you just marry and then kill and then take their wealth. Uh, but <laughs> fuck but marry remember, and it's like, kill. Same person. All three answers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but you run into the risk of uh, running out of money because you know, but then being <laughs> dead. People thought all. it was a funny game, um, but it's actually instructions. <laughs> Would you run oh, yeah. out of money out of a million dollars? I know I would run out. I I know how to yeah. run out of money if I got a million dollars. But would you? I would, yeah, you just buy every out of, NFT yeah. as fast as possible. Well, no, you oh, would no, make more no. money that way because then you could sell. No, it back you wouldn't. You double. literally wouldn't because it's an it's all you, imaginary shit. You no, you would. What you would shit do is you is would fund cringe. human trafficking and and uh, drug cartels and God, stuff like that. I know people do that into NFTs and it's so hard talking to them. Why? Just, so, why do you talk to them? They're just so Stop excited about it. And I'm just like, I, what the fuck? That's like people in L MLMs and stuff. It's like, you, you, of course they're excited. It's a freaking like, what the brainwash kind of these people. I'm so confused. Oh, yeah, it's, there's people thinking that they're at the top of the pyramid when they're already at the bottom. And it is a trick to walk into a room it's of somebody listening triangle. to like fucking like YouTube videos about NFTs and like getting in on the ground floor, or like designing your weird shit. I had the experience of looking on Twitter and seeing like the like the half-assed apology of somebody's aborted NFT like fictional universe or whatever the fuck that they had set up because that's the thing that people do apparently and then being and then the same day being in a car with somebody pitching me their NFT fictional universe and I'm like why is this happening so much why is why are they all the world, world even why are they all worlds now I don't understand oh this universe God. oh speaking of NFTs because They're we're everywhere. talking about the worst things. Uh, apparently Epic Store will uh, accept NFTs or whatever that means. And what? so you mean, you mean uh, Ethereum? Like they'll accept maybe. Ethereum? Like the, NFTs aren't actually a currency. You buy well, NFTs. They're talking about NFT video games, I think. NFT video games. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. I was, is there, I, oh, because uh, yeah, because Steam didn't allow NFT video. Steam, games. Yeah, that's yeah. Thank you, Andrew. You're I think the uh, idea is that the NF that NFTs are like tied to elements of the game or something. Like it's a scam. Oh, it's a yes. scam. It's literally it's a scam. 
and and like all of scams, you can and actually it, make money because if you you but, know that's what but, scams are for. But I don't know. It's there's still like a scam. This, there's this like part of me that it's frustrating because there's like a part of me that thinks it's fine. I have no issue with it because like it's just it's, it's not, people mm, that yeah. it's people that are self destructing. Like I'm smart enough to know it's not a a, a smart idea. Like it's not like. It, the writing on the wall is so obvious it hurts like you look at it and go oh yes i see you wrote scam in big red font is that supposed to have and he's gone <laughs> is that supposed to have uh, made me want to get my wallet out and do something but for some people they obviously look at it and go like oh this sounds like a reasonable business opportunity <laughs> And I just I like, don't understand, but like I've seen so many people talk about it in real life and online, and like you'll have like Phil DeFranco will randomly mention it for some reason, and every time, <laughs> what I'm always amazed by is how no one says anything about it. They don't, they don't say anything. They just well, opinions word don't make you money on fake. NFT it's, markets. It's 100 sounds like, it, well, I mean, like it sounds like people were talking about the cloud too much, like 10 years ago or whatever, and you're mm -hmm. just like. Okay, what do you think the cloud is? What do you, what do you, what is any of this? And then, like, yeah, five years ago, people randomly would say blockchain at random intervals without ever elaborating or what anything was supposed to mean. And now people just say NFTs and how they're such an opportunity or something. And like, yeah. there's never a discussion of what it, what it's yeah. for or who it's for or what it does or why you want it. Like, there's no selling. There's no like, oh, here's a car. It does this and stuff. It's like, it's like NFTs or, you know, it's an opportunity. It's so, wow, what a yeah, it's like way of the future. The and idea... they just say those on loop for like, at this point, years without ever going any further. Yeah. And it's like, how? No, no one well, knows. It's yeah, like everyone's afraid. Is... It's like Emperor's New Clothes shit. Everyone's afraid to admit they don't know what the fuck it is. It's not, but I don't think it's that they don't want to admit that they don't know what it is. I think the problem is that there's nothing there. Exactly. Like you can't, you can't reasonably sell something that doesn't exist. Well, there's nothing like, there, you know, but the, there's the feeling of importance because too many people talked about it so much. So everyone wants thing. to yeah. vaguely mention it and sound approving of it because they're like vaguely, it's like, they, it's like everyone's like temporarily embarrassed billionaires. Like everyone wants the chance of maybe somehow profiting off of this thing while still never gaining any understanding of what it is and never proving that it actually Those... is a thing that deserves to exist in any way. They just kind of loop at step one of the process forever. Yeah. Well, the and it doesn't is... help that you get you get like a lot of ire if you kind of push against the, the grain here. Like there's always you see a bunch of like really funny tweets of people saying like, man, I could, you know, I could buy a nice meal or I could buy a stupid pixel ape. And then someone with a pixel ape icon is like, what's wrong with NFTs? And it's like, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, man. I, I Is it pixel ape? I thought it was a phone. There, well, there's the, there's the, there's a million the pixel eight isn't might be no, a phone So, so okay. What's so it? for NFTs, there's, there's a whole eight? thing. So there's no pixel ape. Oh, okay. I was like, didn't the pixel eight just come out? So I was like, what are you talking about? No, it's no, the no, six no. or uh, something. Yeah, the uh, or, or, the yeah pixelated or ape out. man, yeah, a lazy ape because, or whatever gorillas. Yeah, because the idea that there's like a bunch of avatars, and I I'll admit the the creation of these avatars is interesting. Um, like there's a lot of math and a lot of uh creativity that is involved in creating these like randomly generating. Yeah, but avatars. we already had these before um, NFTs. That isn't actually related to no, NFTs no. in its own so, way, really. 
And again, I don't care about the money part. That's boring and non a non sequitur. I'm only interested in the process <laughs> to create them. Uh, because like it doesn't oh, matter what you do once they're created. I don't care about that because it's not boring. It's not interesting. But like it's interesting to see the uh, at, like using algorithms to create uh, these very like these varying different designs and like being able to inject- That's what they used to be called. Pickers. Well, it's a little bit again, it's more complicated than that. And that's why it's interesting. It's like there's a there's a lot of there's a lot going on. Oh, there it goes. Uh there's a, there's a lot of are, are NFT avatars any different from Pickers? Yes. Very much so. Um isn't it just they're, they're 2D can- art that's modular? No. So it is 2D art that's modular but also unique. You cannot recreate the same 2D art. Um, how is that even possible just take a print screen I mean, that's, not, that's not that interesting that's, that's a, it just sounds like a fucking a roguelike seed generator but you're, but you're just yeah, every time it's, it comes up with the same number again it's like no you can't stop it it's again, Gaussian blur again it's not it's not about creating the avatars it's not like that that is just a oh. byproduct that's like saying I'm really interested in nuclear waste no you're not yeah. you're interested in what nuclear energy creates not the waste byproduct and, I see uh, yeah. And so, like, the NFTs are just nuclear waste. It's just this shitty byproduct of, like, an interesting uh, using, prog- like, programmatic uh, languages to create unique and interesting things. But then people turn around well, and just sell them for money. Thing. Um, that's just the that's what well, blockchain is. Sure. You, sure. Right? Like, you can... Well, no, but so this is external to the blockchain. I mean, that's all they did. The they, idea just, of, they just took oh. a PickRude avatar generator and, and, and hooked up a seed generator to it. That's... It's not very it's interesting. Kind of like that. As it's, far as I can tell. They took it's something customizable and made it random, which makes it shittier. <laughs> well, yes. And also no, took something that was free and made it cost money, which also makes it shittier. Well, yeah, but it's again, it's so if again you have to you have to remove the aspect that like people are interested in this for the money aspect, like for the buying aspect. It's like, again, it's more interesting just thinking about the fact that someone was able to create, like to take hundreds and thousands of assets and assign them values and then have a computer generate uh, a product using those values and then being able to differentiate that that product has already been made versus the hundreds of other generations it will make. Like that is interesting and useful for things like the future. Like we can use that in creating new, like, items and games or creating things like that um it's uh, like it's it i'm sorry that's but, not but interesting again, <laughs> it's not interesting that at is, all. Like, that, that's a super geeky and i i realize it, it is mathematical like it, that's on, I'm on not an engineering level it's, like, it's interesting but like <laughs> that's what, that's what i'm people... saying that's all i'm saying it's it's interesting oh, okay. on an engineering plain as fucking boy it's a, it's interesting like a fucking scientific journal is interesting it doesn't even sound yeah. hard to make that's how well, it, it's kind of it's, it's complicated. It just sounds like it just sounds like a randomized seed, but don't do, no, do anything. Just don't it's, randomize it's not, seed can repeat no, itself. It's, yeah, yeah it's, just, that's so the you issue. just check a table once when you just generate <laughs> no, random things, no, and then every no, time you generate something, no. you're like, "Have we done this one before?" No, okay, that's true. But like, the wow, interesting. That you come I can do that with Excel, and I don't even know no, no. what good do make <laughs> the solutions, the mathematical solutions, and 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 theorems that you come to. When you try to add that extra complication of never repeating, that's how blockchain works. Uh, it's it, that you know the math- mathematical equations that come out of that. They're also they're no one cares about the art enough for anyone to even notice if they repeat. Also, that but <laughs> no. the thing is, again, <laughs> no, the again, you are 
your your heads are your head is stuck firmly in the NFT portion, and you need to ignore it. The NFT yeah. portion I, is yeah. literally all a ruse. It is there to just it's be a scam. It's a, just scam. The only reason for the NFT part is to fund this progress. That if you want to put it that way, this you're progress just scamming. It's just pick room. Oh my god. It's Keith. It's, it's not about the images you make. That's the point. That's the point you're missing here. It's not about the stupid fucking pickaroo. <laughs> the pickaroo thing is just the toxic waste. That's not relevant. The important part that's is that you've created, money you've created an algorithm that can take hundreds and thousands of assets in varying different positions and take all of those varying assets and remember that it used them already to create one final product and thus it can reference those assets on those product or on that final product against millions of other assets on millions of other products it's, and being able to tell you if there's a duplication that's it's again this is like the most boring fucking thing it, but it's, it's really interesting from an engineering standpoint and that's it if you just cut out don't don't if you replace this with anything else you can replace this with fucking like uh, like humans you can literally like every single human on the planet is a value and like it, it it doesn't matter what you pick as the value all that matters is the math equation like that's the end that's the but all the that thing matters is, i think what i the, don't see how keith, return the, if duplicate is progress yeah the point <laughs> keith is making this isn't even new is, technology no we've always been able to do this no we no we haven't first of all and no, secondly yeah. this is yeah. this is this is different than what you're thinking of this isn't again but it's not a better solution though like it's not uh, about being a better solution it's just creating no, no, yeah, a thing. No, I know. that's all you're doing i know i know Jesus i know, I know. Christ. what i'm saying is what I'm saying is the application of this very interesting engineering <laughs> problem, you know, the skipping of a very easy step and making it super complicated, which is what this is. Um, this, <laughs> the, the, the result, the result isn't beneficial. Like we don't know or have it any idea why this would, it doesn't need to be. I don't care. If it, it's it isn't. Yeah, it's, it's irrelevant to me. <laughs> but it's, that's worth pointing out, though. Like all of the bitcoin. <laughs> What is the point of anything, Keith? You can't Keith? be like, what you're not, you don't get it. And then also being like, also, it's pointless. Fuck you. No, no, <laughs> I'm, pointless. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying you don't get it. I'm saying, I'm saying that you're not, you're not, you're focusing too much on a part that isn't relevant to the entire Well, then purpose. you're explaining and, it badly. Well, yes, no, I, I think am. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> no, I think this, you're explaining this it isn't, well. This isn't my field of expertise. I'm not a fucking mathematician and I'm not a fucking ma programmatic mathematician. That's not my fucking career. <laughs> like, I'm just telling example. you that the <laughs> NFT thing is all just a wool over your eyes to make you make you interested in this really 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 hyper niche boring fucking thing. That's I don't, it. I don't just, think that's what anyone's invested in. <laughs> No, it isn't. You're, you're stating a weird intent that I don't think exists. I, no, I think it might fine. exist from some people, but nobody. <laughs> NFTs involved in are not an elaborate scam, so one person can make one fun algorithm for their own amusement. No, I'm saying that it's it's what you're saying. Sorry, specifically it is, it the is really NFTs. pulled over my eyes. Yes, yeah, specifically like the NFT. <laughs> yes, just like sheeple, the NFT avatar thing creation thing that whole that whole business of creating stupid dumb fucking nft avatars is all for this equation <laughs> that's it the, the other stuff the other people it's just like somebody going around like popping into world of warcraft and being like make a night elf and then there's like okay now make as many night elves as you can before any of them are literally the same keep changing the hair color and the skin color and the ears slightly until every combination exists and like there we go that's all the night elves 
That's more or less how it works, yes. Yes, because <laughs> pickers are just character creators. They're the same thing. You just toggle some bullshit. And you now, cycle and now through. You need to do this, a, here's and, eyebrow 17. Here's eyebrows 18. That's it. That's the whole thing. And, and so, well, and so remember, then you need to assign each. You need to assign each creation to the blockchain, and you need to be able to validate that creation has been made. Uh, so validation that it can't be is remade. easier, though. It's um, just having a serial number right? with extra steps. It's not. It's not. Yeah, the, nothing the validation is the this easy. This is basic power. shit. Give me time. I could make this. I wouldn't want to. Look, but it's like it's, that, that, it's not that fucking complicated. I, just wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how to like make it interact with the blockchain, but I could create a fucking a catalog there's of all a, the unique things in serial numbers. There's there are machines the out there. There's there's machines out there trying to find out what the biggest yet unknown number uh that's a prime number. There's there's computers making those calculations, trying to find the biggest prime number yet. And that stuff is geeky as hell. <laughs> And, and it's, it's also like, the oh, biggest look. fucking human waste of time. But like, it isn't, it contributes, though. It contributes it, fucking nothing to society. Prime numbers are we super important. Not, humanity will fucking <laughs> be fine without knowing the biggest prime number. I fucking assure you. There's no biggest prime human, number. That's always I'm more. Assur- and, I'm, I'm, and I'm telling you that there, there is no amount, no amount of fucks to give <laughs> in math that will matter to the human survival. None. I think zero. That's not true. Absolutely zero. The, the thing I is, byproduct is apparently toxic waste is interesting yes. and engaging, but large, but well, large saying, prime numbers, literal waste of time. How dare you be interested? I, in I that? Follow, I'm following the logic here. If that is a waste of time, then there no, is prime numbers are no good. necessity here because <laughs> they learn a lot about prime. Who? They learn a lot. Mathematicians learn a lot about maths from prime numbers. <laughs> okay. And Andrew's maths just fucking are good flipping the light can, switch until everyone gives up. I, Ma- I'm just, no, I'm just I'm arguing that like this is I, I don't understand how one of these things is more important than the other when they're both fundamentally the exact same amount of boring. Oh, no, neither of them like, are they important. Are, yeah, the, 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 the prime numbers are important. Don't know they're not. They are. They're statistical they, tools. They're, they're incredibly literally powerful. not important. They, this is they're like very, no. they're very. Did Jeez. you know that we, we know we all of the prime numbers? And make a new podcast. We talked about <laughs> Overwatch for an hour, yes. a game no one's playing, none, including us. <laughs> and now we're just talking about NFTs without any of us actually knowing what we're talking about for the next time. Okay. Oh, you you well, want to talk? You want to talk about a game that NF- people are playing? Minecraft will release frogs in the next update. How about oh that? Oh my Everybody's god, playing frogs. Minecraft. They're I think adorable. Minecraft's also doing an NFT. Oh no, they're not. <laughs> they would have definitely been doing that. I mean, if it they're Microsoft. Not. Okay, that's fair, actually. Yeah, so uh, Minecraft NFTs are coming. Um, but you're not, you're not kidding. Soon. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Why would I be kidding? It's. it's yeah, I didn't see anything about that. I mean, so, so I in kid? theory, so, so one of the nice things about NFTs is that uh, it's high scammability. So one of the great things is that a lot of games, like that's why Steam stopped it early, is that a lot of games are going to start selling. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, there's so, scams basically. So yeah, so the nice thing is that like, a lot of games are going to start selling weapons and cosmetics and things as NFTs in game, and that's going to be amazing because it like continues to whittle down the it amount of. It's not going to be amazing. Of, oh yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's same way that DLC <laughs> became fantastic is that it's going to keep whittling down uh, until it gets to a point where like even the most bare minimum functions of video games are like NFTs. So like, oh, you want like big head mode? That's an NFT. Only one person gets that. And they're the only person in the world that gets to play big head mode in your video game. 
meanwhile, there'll be like people who just go and like reverse engineer the game and upload it online with all of the features unlocked. Um, and it will be silly <laughs> and you'll we'll get to watch a bunch of people having like this weird self-inflated ego about having access to this unique game mode that only they have, but then like don't turn around and see that everyone just downloaded a copy and have access mm -hmm. to that um is like that there i there you go keith i explained mm. nfts to you perfectly that is that microsoft, is literally how nfts work it's, I mean, it's I know, children i know the stupid parts have, of it well, microsoft is really bad but they're not gonna do that this is a lie andrew is lying i'm always just baffled by the inability to justify <laughs> their existence and then the people's talking about them inability to process the fact that they can't justify their existence <clears throat> well yeah yeah that's how mlms work <laughs> a little um why do i need to buy makeup from you specifically isn't there makeup like all around the world at every every like convenience store i can go cheaper to? makeup that's no, not and then, that's draw, makeup is a you. product <laughs> because this is not a this this argument doesn't hold water <laughs> this is not no, i mean he, you can't be okay, like it's just like makeup because you could sell it other places that's not what that doesn't that's not a kind of that's not a argument for that's nfts not. That's the non sequitur. Uh -huh. You can't compare. You can't. That's not an argument for or against NFTs. There's not this. They're not comparable. This is not how it works. And if it gives okay. NFTs too much credit by pretending that they're a product that does anything or it even exists uniquely, which is its core argument, which isn't true. Yeah. But mm -hmm. okay, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I guess there's no point to explain it, but all right. Well, well you just can't. Uh, I think you explained I mean, I'm it engaging right. what you're saying, and you're not the, the thing you're saying doesn't work. So the point I'm the point I'm making is there's a lot of MLMs that sell makeup that is just rebranding of makeup you can already buy. Uh, um, that's the that's the whole scheme is that they sell makeup that already exists in stores you can go buy right now. Oh yeah, like generic brand versus yes, like generic brand. Right, yeah. And so NFTs are in a sense the same way where it's not you're not buying anything unique. You're buying you're just buying a thing. You're paying more just for a thing, a thing that you can yeah. get elsewhere. Like yeah. that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I, I misunderstood that as well. It's it whatever the point is is that it's all it the whole thing's just stupid and. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm over it. At this point, I really hope that everyone adopts it so it destroys the planet faster and we just get off <laughs> of this fucking train ride. Like, God, please consume all the Earth's energy and just plummet this fucking ball into death. Like, I'm so over it. I'm, I'm so tired of, like, every week is some new catastrophic issue that's just going to keep barreling into, like... I don't know stage four capitalism. We haven't even figured. We, we just <laughs> we haven't. We didn't even know. It's like the fourth dimension. We don't know what it looks it like. But apparently, we're four D capitalism. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew, we're exactly. already at stage four capitalism. I believe it. You can say that, and I'll believe it because <laughs> at this point, I cannot tell that. I can't even tell the difference. People can't even tell the difference between capitalism, socialism, and communism. You're telling people can tell the difference between stage one, two, and three capitalism? No, <laughs> it's not. It's not true. Yeah. It's all made yeah. up. This is this is a dumb game, and I'm done with it. I'm done with the game over it just keep doing your nfts enjoy it have fun keep selling them i hope it fucking burns a hole through every fucking space station on on earth i don't know there's no playstations nobody can buy them like what is the they're all yeah, making because, they're all because, making bitcoin because every every yeah because every <laughs> card needs to be created to make more bitcoins and every bitcoin needs to exist so that people can buy cars but cars can't be bought because they need chips that are being used for bitcoins <laughs> and just it's it's all dumb and bad and it's great at the same time. I apologize time. to forever saying Zeroscape had plot holes when real life has NFTs. 
<laughs> no? What are you Never talking about? Never anticipate how dumb reality like, is going to be. Uh, I'm, tired. I'm tired of this reality. topic. <laughs> We're not, we've gone nowhere. This is a huge waste I'm, of time. Uh, I, yeah, yes, we did it. We We're just, perfectly we, described. Just weirdly we described. kind you know of I, arguing with Andrew, who's also like walking backwards in a circle and never committing to any stance so he, he like moves what he's talking about without saying he's doing it no so my, just, my stance we're just talking about nothing still, for an hour my let me tell still you the same and that i i like the boring technical he's out and he's gone oh, microphone microphone technical issues technical right. difficulties <laughs> moving on anyways kill me uh, do you know what i paid four euros for last week a toothbrush? Honey cakes? Honey cakes would be a nice uh, spending of four euros. Toothbrush, what else would I guess? <laughs> I bought a, 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 a Steam Deck thing, or a pre, pre-order Steam Deck thing. And uh, well, you I'm really excited buy for it. You still have to buy the full Steam Deck. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm buying it. When what it's a disappointing thing to say you paid for. I paid for a pre-order. <laughs> I paid for. I mean, you have to. Otherwise, you don't the get token it. Token pre-order, like foot in the door part. Get it. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah, I paid for I an almost for product it. that I might get one day. That's how they I, get I, you. Uh, that is how they. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to discuss it, uh, because I didn't want to buy it without knowing anything. But then Steam really. I think it might have happened in the last three weeks as well. So it's all on theme for us to talk about. Um, Steam uh, released the video where they disassemble the Steam Deck. And show what's inside, <laughs> which is important if you want to, you know, not just pay for a, a product that's going to last two years. You felt confident in you... buying a product after someone broke the product. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, was, he was happy to see that you can replace things in it and repair it, which you usually yeah. aren't allowed to do with basically any consumer product. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I decided, like, you what? Know what? This PS4 I... has an incredibly easy solution to the widespread problem that everyone's facing. Well, if you touch it, fuck you. <laughs> warranties off it's better than that though you know i i decided you know what i work from home and don't have any mostly any friends in real life so in you know meet space and um i'm always locked up in my room let me buy this portable pc and i did it i mean i didn't i bought the pre-order but still i'm i'm gonna get it womp, womp. i i <laughs> i don't know at, at this point i'm just eagerly awaiting for steam to collapse and everyone <laughs> loses their games and i get to watch like the panic i just in. don't care about the deck because i don't care about handhelds yeah that's too. I, I, yeah i don't that, i don't live a, a thing as well. i don't live a life that needs handhelds yeah neither do i but it's uh there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's just better I, toys I play... i'd buy if i want just want a toy like a like a drawing tablet or something yeah, uh, yeah. The Steam, I have one like, of those already. The handheld video games are just video games, but worse. The controller's worse. The, the screen's is... worse, and your neck hurts. Cool. But think of why am think I doing this? You playing Darkest Dungeon <laughs> your neck and hurts? just going. Yes. Go, go, like video, handheld video good. games, fucking suck. How do you do them? <laughs> you, it's not. It's not handheld. How are you, it's PC. How are you holding these things like sideways with your neck turned the opposite direction? You, well, you either you hold <laughs> like, them. You either you're putting the effort to hold them up in front of your face and then your arms can get tired or you're like putting it in your lap so you have to Looking look fucking down. down at it all the time and then you get hurts and it hurts your neck 
or you have to like keep trying to find different positions to like lay in all the time to like become comfortable while playing it. It's like that is my fucking. Plan. We already solved this. It's called having a controller and looking at a screen that's across the room. It's comfortable already. You sit in a chair. I or don't a couch. have that screen. None of that works that with screen. handhelds. The the concept of that's, sitting down looking at a screen that's that, in front of you. You can't replicate that with a handheld. You need like a fucking like armrest like thing like a tool. <laughs> That might be my problem, actually, not having a big television in front of my or of a sofa. And not that even I that. Like I just, have. I just sit in a chair and in front of my computer, and then I play video games on my monitor. Like this, this, it's, it holds the the, 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 the the monitors holding the video game up for me, so I don't have to. Why would I want to <laughs> hold the game up myself? <laughs> but the thing is, like the chair doesn't recline proper. It like it's not comfortable to be in a place where I can fall asleep playing Darkest Dungeon. That's not. You just and, get a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, video games are like, way too active for falling asleep to you fall asleep reading i can't, i could never i know people oh, I who fall do, asleep but I, all the time I, reading it's I hard never. <laughs> you, yes you do keith with your the reading in in your let's plays and then oh. i mean that's just that's different that's breathing problems <laughs> that's i know i know not like breathing I'm, problem I'm, problems I'm, but just like not regulating my breathing correctly while speaking because i'm trying to read the lines out and then i'm like oh fuck i, I didn't like Breathing out in and out enough times, so now a yawn's coming out. That's weird. That I, it never happens to me, but I, I, it's consistent enough that, um, I think you're you are absolutely right that that's what what it is. Yeah, it's just some Breathe. sort of thing that just yeah. happens, and then then it sounds like I'm tired and I'm like or I'm like bored with the game. I'm like, no, I'm just I just yawn when I read too much out loud. <laughs> I didn't get yeah, breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you never do you never notice that, Andrew? He doesn't. No, I regularly my He doesn't watch properly. any of my stuff. Dang it. Nobody, we, none of us watch each other's night. content. What are you, insane? <laughs> I don't make content. What are you going to watch? Yeah. Watch his 999 Let's Play. I well, watch the, content uh, I was in. I'm not going to watch 999 content. The, mo the, no, the, moment, <laughs> the moment I'm talking like a normal person, it's not a problem. So the thing about Zero mm. Escape and 999 with Andrew is that, I, well, when, when he's there, but also like I... Like, I'm reading a couple lines of dialogue, and then we're chatting and stuff like that. Like, it's not like me. Like, I'm going to read a fucking five-page codex entry. It's whenever I have to read, like, a bunch of dialogue or, like, an entire page mm. of shit in some game. Yeah. I'll just randomly start yawning here and there because if I if I just kind of fuck up at, like, regulating my CO2 levels because I just, you know, I don't know how to do that. I just, it happens automatically normally, and it, it gets fucked up when I read, apparently. Probably because I'm like mm -hmm. concentrating more to let, to not fuck up because there's an audience and I'm like duh, 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 yeah, and I'm like I'm like thinking about my voice and like what kind of performance I want to do and I'm thinking about the inflection of like how do you say this line to make it sound normal and you're also trying not to fuck up the pronunciation of any of the things and there's like five made up words because video games are like that and they make up words <laughs> and you're like dude you're doing all this and then randomly I'm just start yawning because I just I fucked up at breathing apparently yeah. and then everyone calls for, uh, for the first time ever. I think so this week somebody was like, "You're so good at reading. I love that." On like pathologic nice. or something like that, and I'm like, "No one ever says that." Everyone's like, "Are you dyslexic?" I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> the congratulations on the nice comment. Yeah, I one that. I got but complicated for my reading read. finally after years of people calling me dyslexic for fucking up, and then me feeling justified when I play fucking Final Fantasy 14 with Andrew and Effie, and they're both fucking up all the time, and I'm like, "See, I'm not crazy." <laughs> It's oh, just yeah. a reading, learning, reading fucking like cold, cold reading, reading stuff is, is a skill. Yeah. It's very difficult. I uh, I fuck up all the time. Everyone hated but... reading in class. <laughs> Everyone can hear you but fucking up. There's like players, 30 people. 
as let's players we're like masters if if they ever they ever need people to cold read stuff we're we're there like we, if youtube gets cancelled we're that's what we do cold, I have cold gotten, readers that's what we I are i've gotten so much better <laughs> over the years yeah it varies it varies a lot based on like how natural the speaking patterns of the characters are and mm -hmm. the size of the yeah. text even or just like the font and if the <laughs> like every game look different. like o's like yeah, you just, look like o's then you can't yeah it's like there's all this there's all this choking and weirdness when you're trying to deal with like a wilder myth or final fantasy 14 and their weird writing but then I, you give me night in the woods and i can just fucking go <laughs> and it's so good like it, it's kind of weird that some text just feels so much better to read on a, on a first too cold read basically and uh it's really weird when that happens i have some games that do that where it's just flawless it's not flawless I love but it. like smooth, i'm so happy with any game that lets you make the fonts bigger Mm. that was the saddest thing yeah, about uh was it final fantasy 14 as i realized i was playing in like a low resolution interface so i pumped it up to higher resolution after a couple episodes or whatever but then it just made it so the fonts really small and the little text bottle it's like tiny text bottle in the middle of the screen down there and it's like it was <laughs> so much bigger before bring it back or like uh was yeah. it outer outer worlds uh if the fucking patches that, that have come out since i last played it or whatever like reset the font size and it's disgustingly small like every time you oh, open yeah. a document, it's like, here's a posted note in the middle of your screen full of tiny text. It's like, why? There's all that screen. <laughs> Just use the rest of the screen. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's not doing anything else. The game's paused to read this. Why are you like it's this? It's really weird. I've walked in on it's my really housemates playing don't... Outer Worlds on a fucking TV uh, with a controller. And it's like, I look at the, whenever they open a document, it's like, how do you read that? It's so small. <laughs> why? It's really is weird it that they don't that? make the UI scalable because it's it, like it should be super simple because it's vi a video game custom made by the company making the, the video yeah game. but also like every other technology like websites are, are scalable if you want to it's not very complicated yeah although they often don't get made like that for production reasons but still like it's so easy you just make it relative it's like instead of because because back in the day like we'd have to have pixel perfect uh i mean you didn't but like ui is designed pixel by pixel and so if you that's where that's what happens when you get a bigger screen with a more pixels the ui still is like only 100 pixels wide so it's going to be tinier because the pixel the the pixel amount of the screen is just bigger and that's why you know if you bump up the uh, resolution yeah, the way you have to scale yeah. up the resolution of the interface when you play like uh system shock or vampire the masquerade yeah, otherwise yeah. it's going to be it's going to be like a size of your thumb in the corner of the screen and it's unreadable <laughs> or like, but these days not only can footage we make... just like that these days, not only can we make super high resolutions that have very little impact on performance, so you can make your AI be, or your UI be just for 16K if you want. There's no 16K screen out there, but you can make a UI like that. And yeah. the computer doesn't complain. It's fine. But also, it can be just rendered on the spot with vectors and, you know, rendered basically pixel perfect and, and no impact whatsoever on performance. And it's not that difficult to make. It's just that I don't know. I think it's, it's like just how that I, I intentionally played Fallout 1 in a smaller resolution than I could have just because mm -hmm. I hate it. Like, well, I mean, a lot of it, most of the interface gets way too small if you're playing on a, on like maximum yeah. resolution. But in particular, I hate how like the dialogue becomes a tiny window in the middle of the screen. And like so many people make yeah. upload video essays and stuff of that game. And every time they and talk to somebody, there's wrong. like a tiny fucking box, the talking head in the middle of the screen. It's like, what? Is, this it's is horrible. Fallout. Why would you want it to look like it this? It is horrible. 
Fallout like, looks so good on a good CRT. Honestly. Yeah, and that's like it's a hacked a together nightmare game. port of a super old game at this point. But like people put out new yeah. games that are like that. And, it, and yeah, like, I'll never get over any AAA game that's like, oh yeah, the document you just picked up, it's a tiny, it's a post-it note in the middle of your fucking like, like <laughs> home theater system. And it's like, why? The game's literally yeah. stopping for me to read this. Why does it not fill the screen? <laughs> what are you doing? I, I feel what like that setting is... I feel like that setting's not like hard locked into the the um, engine. I feel if, like you can yeah. definitely change a configuration file if to you're make that. If you're lucky, they even let you scale it up in game. It's just really incredibly yeah. like who's it for when it, when when they when they make it stupidly small. Like I'm like who's that? What are you doing? It's who, usually who just choice? an accident. It's just some kind of issue or accident, and they just don't have time to go fix it. And I think it, it might be. be just lack it has of, to be like no, they must have looked at it and be like, "Yes, this, this is right," and they're just wrong. Yeah, that is what it is. I bet that is what it is. Because first off, there's a lot of people playing Fall One and Two in those bad resolutions, and they don't yeah. even question themselves. So you, you can you can change and, the font size on but that, PC. But that's old bullshit. I mean, like Outer Worlds, like brand new games have that problem, yeah. and I'm like, dude. Yeah, brand new. Why that's did you I make it say, that like, way? Brand new games have that problem as well. Like Underrail, for example, is a game that looks amazing if you're playing at 720p. But uh, 1080p, you just you lose all the detail because the pixel art is so tiny that you can't see anything. They uh, they later added a zoom feature, uh, but the original game didn't let you zoom in. So it was just like, if you played a 1080p, which is just normal resolution. So if you play a 1440p or 4K, it's just like uh, impossible to see anything. No, chat. Just uh, the... Andrew posted in chat that there's a solution for that. It was like, no, I know there's a solution. It, there's a, it's oh, in the, the solution. It's in yeah, the settings. Yeah. It's just there. I'm saying, yeah. what fucking madman designed like the default interface or ever made it so like that you that, could have yeah. like, you pick up a document. And it's like we will now read the document. This is all we're doing right now, and it's like a tiny portion of the screen is dedicated to it, and the rest of it's blurred out anyway. Like it's not interactive, but they don't use that screen space to look at the document. So you have to like squint across like, and, and it's like, they're making it for consoles and the console versions also like that. And you're like, I can't fucking read that. <laughs> and you have to just hope every single player finds the thing to make it bigger. And it's like, who's the not big version for what? What is this UX? I, I, I mean, those UXs aren't made well ever. It's kind of like the whole joke about the oops. Yeah. Jesus. The ceiling is falling. I oh, broke no. it. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, that's the whole joke about the uh, about UX is that there is no there is no such thing as a good UX. Only good ideas. It's complicated because I I, I get though, how is it complicated to add a fucking slider for shit? Is it complicated to add like a fucking like I don't know? Ask like six people to play your game that all have varying degrees of disability and say, hey, are, are you guys comfortable playing this game? And if they go, uh, no, then fucking change your game. Like it's but I don't they, know. It the problem is that comes a lot of the time that comes so late in development that either they don't consider it a priority after they get notified that they need to add that sort of stuff. Or they think it's yeah, it's not going to be that much of a problem, because the the like it comes this sort of stuff happens within a company in su just such a like a day to day level. Developers are so used to looking at you know I'm not it's not a criticism in the sense of what developers look at, but if if you ever looked at a pre release version of a game for the longest time, like it's it's levels without textures, it's things all 
buggy and weird and you need to launch with command lines and it's just like you need to there's no control support or whatever it's just like all messy because a lot of the development work for video games is just in a in a state that uh, somebody who isn't working on them wouldn't even recognize the game let alone let alone um actually have fun playing the game well, and and that's yeah, why it's so, dif so would... difficult for some companies to iterate because to iterate, you need to get to a point where the game is all, all already playable. So it just changes the development uh, pipeline completely if you want to have iterative processes. And that's why Blizzard takes forever to f finish their games because they iterate. And they so they waste a bunch of time, uh, which isn't a criticism. There's a lot of other things to criticize Blizzard for. What I'm saying is that because games spend so long being unplayable and looking weird and, and not having those that level of polish, that... It's on a on a like a structural level of the company to not pay attention to that level of polish. So I think that might be where some games just either the UI are, the UI people are not given enough resources to make something scalable or something integrated into the game or whatever, or uh, they don't they don't get given time to put sliders in for that sort of stuff. I think that's how it works. I'm I'm not sure. Obviously, we we could. I. We could read about I it would say I, I would say obviously there's a you know time is limited and money is I don't know magical and there is a money's magic prob problem between the two coexisting and so but again it goes back to the idea that like you know you need to properly plan your shit you need to spend I get that like okay well there he's gone you need to mm -hmm. set a time aside to design a UI, and that should be part of a process. Like, mm -hmm. it's not something you should be designing while the game is being made, because a game being made is going to look different every week. Um, yeah, but like the UI I mean, you should be make it while the, the game is being made. It's just you should requires... always. I, I feel like you should always focus first on making everything, and then the UI kind of last. Like I, I don't think you should be f focusing because uh, uh, like that's uh, that's like making a YouTube video and then making the thumbnail and the title last. You can do that, but you also can make it the other way around. There's a lot of people you, who do make it the other way around. They come up with a thumbnail and with a title. I mean, those first. are for really different reasons. You make the thumbnail and title first yeah. because you're trying to sell an idea that of, of whether it's not someone will click on something and then making the entire product around that. No, but the UI no video is game that. is designed around the product. Like no, no, inter, no, no video game is sold based on its interface, and then the entire yeah. game but, back engineered because of how sellable the true. interface was. That's true, but the interface is what sells a game. If you like that, in the no. sense of, is um, it? I don't think it, that's when you true. experience a game, the interface is everything. You, the when way you experience a game, works, you've already been sold the game. Yeah, that's the fundamental no, yeah, contrast well, well, here. That's true. That's true. I misspoke. I don't mean selling as in. As in the, the the money transaction, I mean like people like it or not based oh and what people like about games is dependent on the UI. The UI for me uh, is that. the most important thing about any video game because it it colors everything. It's the the glasses you look at the game for uh, from, and it, you know obviously when I say UI that does include camera angles and it does include the controls and how they play. But like uh, it, I don't know, obviously... people people like games that have terrible UI. And like oh, I mean, sure. I, I mean, as for in sure. like a lot of people, like yeah, a, a huge majority of, uh, I mean, that's an option. I I was thinking like uh, visceral cleanup detail, 
is like it's a game <laughs> everybody likes but, but it's but made experience... like it's made like ass it's like i hate navigating <laughs> that game it sucks that, that game kind of but barely like, involves an interface to be honest unless you want to do anything you're involved like in it unique the, you want to change your name time. good luck it's hidden you want to change your color like the thing is it's, just, it's it's a nightmare but it's fine you could just endure it uh but i don't know i'm i'm trying to think of like i i don't know the smash brothers has a terrible ui i hate the menu system in smash brothers it's fucking awful it's like i don't know it's like asking a child to write the, a the good, ui isn't uh, the menu systems though i'm talking about controls and and how they play the camera the what's on the screen telling you how to you how you learn to play a game like it, all those things are part of they're not necessarily part of the menus the menus is is for sure they're they're part of the interface obviously but like the the i think the most important part of the interface is what you deal with on a second to second in, uh, thing a uh, sort of gameplay level and obviously the controls that's well, uh I mean, that's a UI like, is the user interface. Everything from menus all the way to like that's the you're thinking where, of the graphical user interface. No, I'm thinking of UI. UI is user interface. Yeah, but the, that's the, inter also the interface the that the user experiences, which is the way yeah, that yeah. the user interacts with the product. Mm -hmm. But it, the menus are more specifically. They are also UI, obviously, but they're more specifically graphical user interface. I think you're talking. Nope, he's gone. I think you're talking about UX design, which is like UX is more over reach, overreaching, which is user experience. At least, it, usually, that's what UX. Means. Yeah, which I feel like that's what you're talking about, right? The way that but the, the feeling that the user has using the mechanics, using the like abilities within the game. Like, does it feel mm -hmm. good to press X to use the button, or to use an ability? Maybe mm -hmm. not. Maybe they should have used F instead. But like, I feel like that's UX yeah, that's, versus that's UI. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I, I again I, I agree with you I just I I think that the terminology no, no, is you're right you're I right think, it is it is yeah, yeah. absolutely because again I UX is a totally like UX is fine it's it's struggle it's a very difficult field and I don't envy the people who do it but UI design is very simple and people fuck it up all the time because they're barbarian idiots about it like <laughs> but UX <laughs> is a completely different thing it's just I hate UI design UI design is such fucking ass. In every video game, every video game has a UI where you're like, who made this? Could you just cheat on someone's homework? Like someone had to have done this right somewhere. Just Not every view get just video game. Fallout oh, One I mean, has an amazing user interface. Keith, I will fucking it. throw you off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the just... most archaic stuff. Na in the name world. one part of the interface of Fallout that's good. I Literally like one. It. There isn't you know one where, part. You, you know where the dialogue fits because it's only in one spot. Yeah. That's a good design I was gonna say, choice. The dialogue dialogue's screen. trash. It auto-scrolls and not even in sync with the voice actor. <laughs> That's user experience. Say, and you I can't say turn it, it off. Fun. I just said you it know. was good because it goes in the same spot every time. It doesn't show that, up in I random like spots on the screen. It doesn't so jump scare you. you. You don't have to like open yeah. up a, a fucking papers please tab and find the dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there you go. The UI Literally achieves success. Else. Literally everything else about Fall of One and Two in terms of the interface is the most archaic <laughs> we've stuff. We've played. I mean, we've played games where we didn't even know what 
what menu item on the menu is highlighted because the color was so bad. I hate like, that. I hate it when they're like, oh, uh, when you highlight text, it changes color, and that's how you tell what you're highlighting. But there's only two options, so good luck telling which ones you're highlighting because oh, it's just no, two that's different. Like so basic. How did they yeah. mess that like, up? Like whenever every there's time? a yes no question, and you highlight something by it changing color, <laughs> and it's like unless one of them's like really 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 dark and grayed out, like it's almost like it's like dark gray text on a black background and then one of them's white unless it's that exact option i don't know which one i'm highlighting like how do you know also like like, oh that one's orange that one's purple cool which one's yes (laughs) yeah alternatively the only other option if you're coloring it is green and red like red is no green is yes like that's the only way people will get it (laughs) otherwise you have to gray out the option that's not selected or people will just die they can't how do you just how do you decipher this puzzle you've created (laughs) like I'm amazed. At least you're not having to play Towers of Android. And it happens. It happens so frequently. And it's like, this is, again, this is like, all you had to do was ask somebody else to test this and like tell you no. And I, I'm, I'm not, look, I'm not a, I'm not a professional. This isn't my career. I don't make video games for a living, but you cannot tell me that changing the color of text is so cataclysmically difficult <laughs> that it would set a game back by I years. Mean, like, no, I mean, like people, people fucking up that bad is not a technical difficulty. It's right back to my original thing about Outer Worlds where it's just like, someone just made a bad choice and nobody noticed. <laughs> like, and nobody, it's like yeah. it wasn't like it was easier or harder. It's like there was a equally available choices that they just didn't take like outer worlds has a size slider and they just defaulted to stupid size and it's like why did you do that because like anyone who's ever been to anybody's house knows that like you go to someone's house and they'll just have their fucking at least back before hdmi they'll just have their fucking hd tv set up wrong and this and the whole screen looks kind of red or whatever or green because <laughs> like it's all fucked up and like not plugged in correctly like people will I just tolerate something being set up badly and never fix it and not even consider the idea that they can fix it so you got to really set your default correctly and i don't know why you'd ever set ti- your screen to have tiny text on a console game like you know what resolution it'll be like it's not a it's not a, like a mystery you know exactly what the game will look like on ps4 why why would you make it look bad on ps4 like uh, there's like yep. there's like weirdness to, to, to desktop games like fucking marty has one of those ultra widescreen nightmare monitors that wraps around and i'm like yeah i don't know how you make a game for that uh like that's just weird but like the center of the ui but like when i play it in 1080p why is it set to stupid? <laughs> and, and I've seen that, and I've seen it on console to see that it's set to stupid on there. And they're like, why? Why would you do that? And yeah, like the the UX does the the interface design on like the yes no dialogue things for like continue or whatever, and it being like, I can't <laughs> tell which one I'm highlighting. Like, just show your game to two people. Can they tell? They, they don't have sins, like- <laughs> Keith. Oh, they, no. They've been worked so hard to death, they have no one else to show. And all the people that they can show are being too worked to death to actually yeah. make any meaningful critique. That's that's what it is, yeah. And also, the, the there are no internal systems for those meaningful critiques to actually get anywhere. That's why people saying, oh, this game didn't get tested can be a problem. Because usually the game did get tested and all the testers noticed all the things. It's just that the companies don't don't pay attention to the testers in a way that is productive. Because either them they, testers don't know what they're talking about anyway. I mean, it's, testers it's are very, given very specific things to focus on, and that it's not their job to like go to every menu and go like, "Hey, yeah, this doesn't look good." Like, no, they're, 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 they yeah, usually I've, do. I've heard of testers basically being disregarded if they if they comment on the they, wrong yeah. part of the game. 
Yeah. 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 Like there's, there's there no parts systems. that they have to focus on. Yeah. But I mean, like there's only so much you can focus on. You can't, you can't spend your entire life going like combing over your game after it's done. That's what the review section's for. <laughs> you can absolutely uh, do that. That's quality control. That's what quality control does. What you do it's, is you release the game and then everybody who buys it on day one is the beta testers. And then you fix your game afterwards for the comparatively small audience that comes later. <laughs> it's uh, like you, the, the thing, game's finally I'm, I'm, good after everyone played it. <laughs> I, I quit uh, last last month. I quit a job of 10 years where I spent the entire time trying to convince my boss that testing cannot be made by the same people who develop the things. It, it is done always already. by the same people who, who develop things because that's how development works. You're always testing your stuff. Otherwise, you, how do you know you're developing anything? Uh, but it needs to be. Somebody it's like else testing whether anything. or not a puzzle is good when you made the puzzle. Yeah, it's like you can't yeah, know how you like can't that, know yeah. what the solving experience is like if you na made it and know the answer and all the logic of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so your, I quit your that job. bullshit interface and programming is the puzzle. <laughs> so I quit that job and now I'm in a job where I uh, am planning and will hopefully be implementing systems precisely to empower the other people in the company to give feedback to the web developers and part of them are, is me and my team to for for minimal suggestions for trying to make sure that people are okay first off okay with giving suggestions and and saying this isn't good um and you know and also allowing me and my team to be able to take those suggestions and you know write them down and have them and just being like this is the stuff that people complain and we can can work on that because what happens and it's very easy to to do that if you have a team that work on all their fields because obviously it's a big company that works on a lot of stuff that they, they they don't they don't most of them are not well web developments and then web developers and then you have the web dev guy being like okay i make the site i i i i, I like he's the geek one that is going to make the site and and uh, and people the communication is very one directional in in you know because it's always going to be people i want this to be like this and i want this to be like that but it's very difficult for um i i suppose you could say the more technical people so the people who make games or make the site or whatever it's very difficult for them to think the other way around and that's what i'm trying to say that there need to be systems where the people the programmers of video games get the data and get the the feedback from testers and i'm not talking from experience in regards to games obviously but the, those systems are difficult to implement from the programmer sides it needs to be always the qa team being like we, we we need this to be answered we need this stuff to be written down and companies just don't prioritize that look at look at um rockstar and their super low long load times <laughs> jesus christ can't believe i still can't believe gta 5 exists in the form it is it's such a popular or, game yeah. and it's it's run so embarrassingly <laughs> yeah just that well, I, yeah there's just the fact you just you just click launch and you're just like cool i guess i'll just go do something else for a while oh they fixed it that's the thing that they fixed somebody modded that into the game they tried to sue that person and then they they actually paid them <laughs> to, to you know to for the code <laughs> Oh boy. And Rockstar when you're, is also when your open uh, world uh, shooter loads slower than MMOs, something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I just again, I think it's 
these are problems that can easily be solved. You just need to, you know, properly schedule the timing to do it. And it's not uh, even, it's, it's just, not obvious I mean, though. It's only it only it, comes from experience. Like I understand things the way I do. I'm I'm not, you know, obviously I don't have experience making games, but it's my opinion. Like I I see the way the the way th uh, I see things the way I see, but if you ask somebody else with maybe the same amount of experience that I do uh, that I have, maybe they see it completely differently. It's like it's not it's not obvious. Like I I think it's obvious, but I also never tried to run a company that makes a video game so and so uh, like i don't know do you get what i mean about not being obvious i <laughs> seen i've i've been privy to to roadmaps before i've worked at a company that had a product and that product had to get out get to certain points in its development at certain times and needed to you know get to 0.5 version 0.8 version you know like you had to and we did like monthly releases and updates and so i i've i'm really mm -hmm. privy to the entire like i don't know what you would call it like poor piss poor human creation of road mapping it's just mm -hmm. like it it you but there's like you take these like little shortcuts and and little cheats to avoid having to delay micro things like things that you could say hey look can we just get like 24 hours on this we're going to release it put it into a dev environment get like a small amount of users to access it real quick make sure like they you know like we have a small team of people who can access a huge chunk of this and they're going to like poke and prod this for like you know for a day basically they're going to spend 24 hours stress testing this update and as long as nothing breaks then we'll push it out and if something happens that's okay we've done our best to test and we'll just fix it in the next patch if it's not cataclysmic you know if it's not something that mm -hmm. prevents profit um and i get it like it's hard to it's hard to a game is like 20 times that amount because every single stupid fucking micro millisecond of that game is a problem a cup that's put on a table in a level could literally crash your game if like a cup in another level happens to be renamed differently it's mm -hmm. not great it's unpleasant and it sucks but <laughs> the more complicated something is much like i don't know like sending a rocket into space you don't like speed run that you you try your best to like make sure that every you know, base is covered, every rug is flipped before you you release something like that, especially something you're charging consumers a lot of money for. Like $60 may seem pretty friv frivolous when you compare it to the amount of money you make for a game, like $200 to make a game, but or $200 million to make a video game and you're selling it for $60. But like, think about the fact that like $60 isn't cheap. Uh, it's like, it is considering you're like presumably you don't only own one game in your life like it's a lot of money um and to release yeah. a product like you look at a product like <laughs> i don't know um no man's sky and you say like <laughs> i don't how did you even <laughs> how did you release this product uh, they lied this? themselves into a, a huge hole but, with that game but that's what i mean is like you know but because there's like such rigorous uh, refusal to to just understand that a development process is difficult and it's tough. And again, I'm not it, I'm not denying that that They're leave not, yeah. 
uh, that leaves such a uh, an obvious failure of time management obvious like open to the public. Like all you needed to do was give QA a little bit more time to breathe and look at your product and then release it. It's I guess the point I'm making is that if your game needs to release at this time or your company will fail, you've He's gotta get it. You, yeah. sorry uh sorry the point i was making is that uh if if yeah if your company would fail because it, the game doesn't come out at a certain amount of time that's like <laughs> that's not your developer's fault that's your fault for poorly managing your company like you should have yeah. a budget you should be getting more investors if you need them you should like these are not these aren't problems that the developers should have to endure by giving out a less quality product like I guess you could argue that if, you know, the company goes under, the product doesn't get made. I'm so like, amazed that's happened multiple times. Just this, like, what? grinning through your teeth, just kind of like, yeah, things are going great. And then the game comes out and it's just like a trash fire mess or just overtly <laughs> lies. And it's like, you you had to know. you like how It's impossible not to know. You had to know. Like, surely, like, the moment it comes out, everyone's, like, aware of all the things that you're lying about. And it's like, what, what the... <laughs> you literally just, like, you were just... You just couldn't bring yourself to ever acknowledge these things or delay it or do anything about this. You just, like, I'm just going to keep pretending things are fine until it's just a public embarrassment, which it always was going to be. It's the Peter Molyneux effect. They, uh... It's... I can't. I, I don't envy that sort of people. I remember oh God, yeah. being caught he would, in a he lie would just, he when would I was constantly a kid. lie about all the promises it, he was making about his games, and then, like, I, I don't I, know how adult people can do that though. He was portrayed. Like, I, he well, betray, how, I felt betrayed with the very first game because the fucking you read the Game Informer article I think that originally previewed the first Fable, and it's like mm -hmm. you could get you could like get sick supposedly if you like stayed out in the cold like camp and like when you went out camping and roughing it like it had survival mechanics pff, no mm -hmm. and you could get fucking cursed by the balverine which was the wolf they were just there was werewolves and you could become a werewolf i'm mm -hmm. like no you can't i tried i got killed I, I fucking as a kid i got killed by the werewolf over and over again and like i don't think you can become a werewolf yeah i wanted that like hell yeah let's do that and it's like you, he lied and, he was and i remembered his lies you get all those things and it's an indie game done by one person in Flash. And it still works, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's first. And then, yeah, you had, you had Cyberpunk where it's like they knew what they were doing. They had to. Oh, they did. Or like all those, like, what was, what was that Sean Murphy shit? What was going on with No Man's Sky? Where it's like he just pretended it was multiplayer all the way until it came out to the point where they had to put a sticker on the box to replace the parts in multiplayer because but they I literally like, let the game come out before the lie was revealed and it's like how do you do that you, well the real it's, genius of it or and in, in the idiocy well, is that he didn't actually would, say it was multiplayer what he said was that people would be they could be in the same place but it would be so unlikely no. they would never meet each other and me listening so, to a, a game that was already so lofty in his promises, I, I, I heard that and I said, that guy is full of shit. I think No Man's Sky is a much... I think No Man's Sky is a different beast. I think No Man's Sky is a, he a very... How, a very how, how do you do that? So it's. Right? I think it's less about lying. and Because, uh, again, the, the fact... What he, oh, he when lied. he talked... Well, so when he talked about adding multiplayer... I know I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't lie. I'm saying that... Well, oh. actually, yeah. So he when he talked about adding multiplayer, this was like still a while before the game came out. It was like a year or two before the game came out. Um, 
and it just mm-hmm. was that he never like no he never reiterated that he never went back on to like i don't know a talk show and said like by the way guys no multiplayer don't like well that's the thing like if yeah if you cut um, that feature you revisit it at some point the fact that it's not well in it, especially when once yeah, again people uh, were actively asking him <laughs> Well, and again, that, so this is this is another part is that because uh, Hello Games is such a small company, their biggest fuck up here was, again, not hiring a PR person to focus this. Like they definitely uh, yeah. should have had a person that was like dedicated to doing Q&A's and PR shit and not had Sean Murphy doing it, who is not meant for that. He is he is a technical lead. He is not a fucking PR person he's a nightmare he's the worst person to have because he's the guy who has no interest in updating people about changes well, that, in a that's game. what's it's so a- baffling to me about no man's sky specifically yeah. is that like cyberpunk is like a self-sufficient bubble it's like it's made by the same people that were publishing it and selling it like it's all it's one company doing yeah. everything Correct. hello games like no man's sky is published by sony and i'm just like no one's looking <laughs> into this no one's ever going to take a moment to be like Hey, maybe someone no. in this fucking chain um, of command should fucking acknowledge at some point that this game doesn't know if it's single player or multiplayer and also notice neither does the audience or the packaging. Like, how the fuck does that happen? What are publishers even for if you're not even I mean, looking at shit for a second? Just It's just money. Sony, yeah, also li- money. Yeah. But Sony, like, Sony, Sony, Sony is at fault so hard for everything that happened with the fallout of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They did that. But- and I mean, they yeah. and so what they did is they turned around and blamed Hello Games for it. But like, and yeah, that's, that's fucking the thing. cringe. It's, do your job, mega corporation. No, why? Have you ever seen Sony do their job? That's not what they do. They published Life it's, of Black Tiger and the other weird <laughs> things. It's they, but I, I don't Sony, know. You, you th- but think about like Sega is a big publisher. They I mean, that's all they, they do now do is publish things. They always Se- have. And Sega's published some fucking wacky shit. Oh, yeah. Like uh oh yeah it's 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 just about you get you it's in, it's an investment you a publisher is just like a uh on a movie what is it the producer it's just a producer a producer doesn't fucking do anything they show up and like throw checkbooks around and people go like and oh thanks get, and grab the sandwiches for people to eat yeah but like i look at look at <laughs> like look at wasteland like who, who approved <laughs> that game to come out that's another like, bingo someone, card for us someone just like thumbs up it I, I don't know. State of Decay came out, and someone just thumbs up that and was like, "Yeah, this works. This is multi. This is multiplayer acceptable." And you're like, "Oh, the game that <laughs> State just of like, Decay like, was such a State of Decay two. Like, it was yeah, such sorry, a train wreck. It was incredible." Like, but like, someone approved that. Someone like looked at it and went like, mm, "Yeah, that has multiplayer." And you're like, "You don't want to maybe like put that on the back burner for a bit. Maybe tell people like it's there, but like doesn't work." Uh, like, but here's a good one. Did you know Resident Evil Eight has multiplayer? does it like the upcoming thing that that you get pre-ordered when you buy it no no it came out they pulled it off the shelves because it didn't work oh they pulled it back off yeah they pulled it this is not the same thing as the resident evil 2 3 multiplayer because 3 also came out multiplayer that was also a separate game they keep doing that they keep doing it but they keep uh, making multiplayer games you can't buy they come with the other resident evil game so village came with multiplayer it came out but it was a fucking mess it was so bad and they just said no and they just quietly took it away and they have not announced when it's coming back out there's no plan they just made it go away so there's a whole product that people paid for technically if you want to be technical they uh, technically paid for a product that just they don't have (laughs) access to anymore and never will and there's no acknowledgement of if it will come back when it will come back um 
but like how did that go through how did somebody how did and it's not even part of the base game so someone privately on the side pressed the go button on a multiplayer function that just didn't work like how do you do that how does that get i don't know like i'm i'm imagining like Mm -hmm. could you imagine a rocket is just sitting at nasa and someone presses the launch button and no one goes like hey And they don't say like, uh, sorry, and no, and like everyone just acknowledges the launch is happening, but no one says like, "Hey, stop that guy! <laughs> like, stop that button! <laughs> don't, don't launch that game!" Like, maybe you, people do, but they just don't have the systems inside of the company to for that I to guess, actually matter. I'm just really you enjoying I mean? the 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 men- mental image here of like some uh some guy in a suit comes like barreling in, like busts through the door and breaks it down and he's like you're gonna fucking take that game and put it on the store shelves today or i will eat all of your children and they're like fuck i guess we gotta do it like (laughs) who is who's who's coming in with like fucking guns and putting it to everyone's head and it's like press the go button sign off on it sign the fuck off on it and you're like jesus all right man here you go (laughs) like if you want a bad game you can have it i don't know why you want cyberpunk out today but like everyone's just still procrastinating on their group projects just like in high school right there's fucking like some guy Game didn't of Thrones show up apparently. And th- uh fucking Rise of Skywalker and Sonic the Hedgehog and Cats. Like I don't know how any of these things crazy. happen. They just keep happening and you're like, I don't know how it's happening. I can at least see it's, how I mean, Evan Hansen happened because they thought that they could pull off the de-aging effect and they couldn't, but they'd already made the movie at that point, so fuck it. But. Did did they? I don't think they cared if they could or not. I think that it, they were just like, they tried whatever they could to make it work, but no matter what, it had to have him in it. Like, he he had to be there. Yeah, so there's like a nepotism either, thing going on with that movie. Yeah, but you so you either try to make it work or you just throw your hands up and go like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. so I guess they tried and it just like it's still it was never gonna work. But uh, I don't know. It's but like I'm, it's like whenever Sonic's you, amazing. Like, like uh, <laughs> Sonic's amazing. What, <laughs> a, like, what well, is that a biography well, like, book? Well, like, like Evan Hansen and Cats were both cases where like they just were gonna fly with it and then hope they could fix it later. Like cats, they're like, this technology will totally work. And they're like, oh, it didn't work, but we already made the movie. We're fucked. Sonic, you're just CGing an entire character from scratch into the thing. You had complete control over it. And somehow the first version happened ever. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's incredible is not only did the first version happen, but they were so confident. They told toy manufacturers to go with it. Like this was not tested by anybody which is impressive like to to think someone like there was literally someone at the top and you know it was like no one gives a shit it's a movie for kids they don't care if he looks ugly or wrong just do whatever (laughs) it takes to get the movie out and then they release a trailer and that with his big fat dumb mouth got no punishment or repercussions for it but every single person who was involved in making it besides approving it got in trouble for it you know that's what happened you know that like oh you, oh, anybody, you know the actual yeah. artists were like screaming the entire time oh yeah like, oh, oh yeah. my god they were, this like, nightmare why are they making me they do were, this yeah they were crying i can't i can't imagine every time someone drew sonic's eyes not connected they were like it's not gonna work no one's gonna like this i'm gonna fucking hate it i know it <laughs> it's like you could just know that, like out. honestly it's incredibly fitting that the movie had just as bad quality control as the entire franchise I mean, 
that just makes it, it like authentic it, it's it is very very on brand for a if sonic there was a product, polished well-made sonic movie that'd be confusing because it's, it's like why would the best video game movie come from the one of the most poorly maintained franchises hey what about mania mania oh yeah it, people say sonic mania is the best sonic game made people like sonic. sonic i played it a little bit in 20 years it, I played it a little bit, and I think they they made the levels too complicated. They're too long. Yeah, they're too Every long. Every Mania level is so long that yeah. you get bored. I got so fucking bored. There's all these parts. We got, like, we were, like, some kind of, I feel like it was, like, a tube level or a casino level where you kept it, like, there's a lot of parts where you run on, like, a fucking half pipe on the ceiling over and over again, and I was genuinely like, are we going in circles? Like, have we been here before? I feel like we're going left to right the entire time, but is this level looping? Like, it was so long and so repetitive, you genuinely started to question whether you were playing the game right. That's how fucking long the levels were. You're at risk of running out of time, and the time is the same time limit as it always was in the short levels and of the guys, old games. And you guys play it, like, you're sprinting all the time. You're going forward. Uh -huh. I, I explored yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So if you say it's boring, like, I, wow. I, say, oh, yeah, I honestly, no. like... I, I am a big fan of the of Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles. And I just lo love them for exploration. And I, I don't like the, uh, the like the, um, the Emerald, the Chaos Emerald games. They're not good. But I, I play them. But wow, they're take. not good in this game either. In, in, Ma in Mania. But I think it's just people like Sonic, Sonic for being, for going fast. But I, I Their standards mm. are also really low the franchise yeah, is so know, bad yeah. they're like oh my god this feels like a real authentic version of the good ones and it's like i don't know if any of the sonic games were that good to begin with like it was always like a janky weird form of platforming that was like kind of frustrating and why is he moved that way and like several there's like several yes. reasons why it's not great but it wasn't Mania revolutionary was, it just was not mario which Mania i guess was is just something boring because because it's not Mania feels too much like old stuff without adding any new stuff. Like there Oh god, is, remember it, Mania had the, the floating platform boss fight where you're on yeah, a platform that follows you, uh, but sometimes you just fall off and you don't know why. Yeah. Sometimes the, it just doesn't follow you and you die and you're like, well, I, I, if I can't trust it, then I don't know how to fight this fight. Yeah, there's it, it's just I don't know. It I get it. Like there's a lot it there's a lot of work put into Mania, and I can appreciate the uh, willingness to try to, I don't know, do hom homage or something. But, like, yeah. I don't want... <laughs> I just I want to watch the Tyson Hess animated intro over and over again and never play the game. I I want that <laughs> Sonic, though. Like, I want the, the intro, the Tyson Hess intro Sonic. Like, that's what I want. Just make that. Just make that cute little fun. <laughs> I'm googling game it right now. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Make a make a three D Sonic that looks like that art. Yeah, what is, like cell shaded. Is Why, just do like a cute you? little cell shaded. Everyone's a dumb little bean size, uh, character thing. It's it's great. You would you would you would be fine. I don't don't make any overly complicated plot shit. I don't care about the gazules coming and making the borsk borsk bad. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Just I Borsk just want to run. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, oh, every Sonic plot animation. is so bad. Every Sonic plot is just so bad, and I don't care, and I just want to have fun running from one part of the level to the other. And you can, it, you, like, this is like the Mario Odyssey thing. 
Mario Odyssey is really fun because it's just like, hey, you could do Mario stuff in 3D, and you're like, yeah, that, you did it. That's exactly what I want. I don't, I don't want like weird, uh, locked in place bullshit. I don't want to be like, oh, you want to play a Sonic game? You better hold X because that's all you get. And you're like, why am I here then? Couldn't you just press play on a movie? <laughs> Can I just like? I mean, the thing about Mario is that when they made him 3D, he he they gave him new actions. They reinvented yes. his move set. Sonic, when they put him in 3D, they usually just do the same thing as normal Sonic and just try to convert the 2D Sonic directly to 3D. And that most they add the homing attack usually. That's most of the changes. And it's like, no, you made th that character was made for a completely different type of game. You can't just use the same guy. Like yeah. fundamentally, like I don't like 2D Mario very much. I grew up playing 64 and Sunrise, and those are fundamentally a different platforming series. Yes. They don't play anything alike. Oh, and I, I mean, you know, that's kind of speaks to the quality nature of why. Because uh, Nintendo tries. Sonic, yeah, Nintendo tries and Sonic yeah, uh, and Sega Nintendo, don't. I don't no, like I the ambiguity Nintendo, of 2D Mario. Like 3D Mario punches and kicks and stuff. 2D Mario is like, I don't know, you like rub on them in different ways. And sometimes you die and sometimes they die. Who knows what the rules are? I'm like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> Every time I watch somebody play Mario Maker, where there's now like twelve different Mario's in it now from different games, and they all have different rules, I'm like, I don't know how you know what to do. <laughs> um, I don't know how you know what you're allowed to do, and like, oh wow, if I do this, the spikes are actually trampolines. Fuck you! I'm like, I I can't. It's this makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> the, the best way to remember is if you don't want to invest hundreds of hours into Mario, don't play Mario Maker, because that's the whole point. Is that you're doing this because you've played so much regular Mario games that you want something new. Uh, you're not there yet, Keith. You can still play. Never there go there, goes. Keith. <laughs> Never you go can still 3D, play the original Mario, Mario so games. intuitive and fun, and 2D Mario is just esoteric nightmares from just from the very beginning, and it never never stopped. Is it? Yes. Every every 2D Mario, uh, uh, as somebody who's played in the 2D Mario for an audience and everyone's tearing their hair out. Yeah, there's so much made up random bullshit that you would never know. It's just you're noise. just salty it's about so that, random. that holding down in a in a block that then becomes tr transparent. Just, just I don't even because remember that. What are you talking about? There was one moment <laughs> in one of the 2D Marios that you played. There's apparently a trick that I didn't know about either. Well, the one where you drop behind the background and the one that looks like a stage relay. Yeah, yeah, and apparently there was everybody knew that, and you didn't because you know, uh, I didn't. Play, I didn't play that one. I played World. I think that's three. Uh, but there's Super, uh, Super yeah, Mario. I'm misremembering. I played oh, World. There was, and it was, there uh, was, it was a bunch probably of just a level. random nonsense where it's like, how does any of this work? What are any of the secrets? It was probably uh, one, one level that had that. Mario I did this thing four. that usually kills things, and this time I died, and he's not covered in spikes, so I don't know why it happened. <laughs> Yeah, Super Mario World is technically four in the U.S. and three in Japan. Because Doki Doki thingy was was not yeah. two. Correct. We uh, Doki Doki didn't come out in Japan as two. J Japan got the uh, hidden levels, um, which they also didn't call two. Which they also didn't call two. <laughs> it's not confusing. They're confusing. Good. Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> the, the Dynasty Warriors in the United me. States, where the franchise basically starts at two. Because one was a fighting game. Wait, the other ones are a fighting game as well? You can't fool me. No, they're all brawlers. 
all the Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors, Warriors games are like what? these. Are, all the Dynasty Warriors games are like these open battlefield brawlers where you kill like a thousand people. But the first Dynasty Warriors in the United States is a a, a, he, a one-on-one fighting game where you're like best of two rounds, oh, see, like in Tekken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that game existed in Japan, but they didn't call the first. They didn't call them the same franchise. <laughs> like the same company made both of them. <laughs> But they didn't call the fight. They didn't call the open world hack and slash game the sequel to the fighting game. But we did for some reason. So every single Dynasty Warriors is just off by one number between the two countries. <laughs> and it's like, why did you do this? You would think I at wonder, some point it's all for a fighting game that be... no one remembers. No one has ever played that game. And, the, no one's and that's seen not, it before. That's not the only. That's not the only thing either. Uh, uh, you were saying that, and I was like, you know what? They probably didn't name Dynasty Warriors to actually Dynasty Warriors, and it isn't. It's apparently called True Three Kingdoms Unrivaled. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that, well, because we don't in the U.S. we don't uh, we don't really care about the Three Kingdoms uh, as much as other <laughs> they're like, they're They didn't even need they're to. Like, they just had to come up with a different title. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't that, they well, just call it a different well, title then instead well, of being why, Dynasty Warriors 2? No one knows why. <laughs> they had to cash in on that name recognition of the fighting yeah. game that no one ever played. Most <laughs> likely because they already had the, they already had like the pay. And he's gone. Because they already have mm-hmm. the, the, they already have the IP. And so making a new IP oh, takes work sense. and money and it's cheaper to just be like, I don't know, call it fucking, what was that stupid game no one bought? Dynasty Warriors? Done. Easy. Like, That's what Bethesda did with Prey. What Bethesda did with Fallout. Also, we a, I meant to segue to this like an hour ago because you touched on it, but then I didn't. <laughs> but there was, a, okay. there was an email that this from Thomas S. that says, Nothing lasts forever, even on the internet. To Keith, Andrew, and RPG, who have built a career job on a platform you have no control over and could easily one day shut down, which already, this question's already have some problems because... <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three of these people did not make a career or job on this platform at all. Uh, we get the gist. What would you do if YouTube was going to shut down and giving one week notice? Considering the countless amount of videos you have, which I assume have not been archived since because it's impractical. impractical. Yeah. Uh, would you download Bless. your best playthroughs? Would you jump to another site and start again due to Patreon backing you or just give up? Uh, no, I just host myself. It's, uh, it's surprisingly cheaper also, than the, you think I'm it is. I'm also the only one with Patreon backing. <laughs> Yeah, but I have, uh, this is just a question for me, I think. But go. Yeah, well, I I would say that uh, realistically, it would probably like for me. I have most of my let's plays on a NAS hard drive. Um, I've mm. kind of like slowly been stealing all of them from YouTube and putting them onto the hard drive to like store them, um, because uh, yeah, it's just I don't I don't know. YouTube will go away one day, and that's like a lot of that's like a huge chunk of my life, and I don't want that to just like pop out of existence, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's terrifying to think of. Um, so I've just been backing them up personally, but I think if I had to do it again, I would probably host them myself and just uh, and just not let it be streamed. Like, just make it so if you want to watch it, you had to, like, download it or something. Oh, like old school Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Post like, stamp size videos. <laughs> like, I would only make the newest episode of stuff streamable and everything else you had to download just to, like, save myself I, on money. I was going to say, like, that's not but scalable. That's not going to... That, that's that gonna, doesn't no, save you money, no. though. Uh, streaming doesn't... Streaming isn't more expensive on a hard, uh, hardware level than downloading. Bandwidth. Bandwidth level. It's the same so thing. Remember, no. We're, well, what do you mean it's the same thing? Yeah. It, like, you download the whole video anyway. I mean, that's assuming people stream from start to finish. 
if they skip around, then it's then it's not like that. Although you can have YouTube used to reload the video on your side. Streaming should save bandwidth probably because you yeah, only if you stream the areas. amount they watch as opposed to like downloads where people just fucking oh, yeah. like streaming probably it's like yeah. my, it's I like your netflix it. list where you're like oh yeah i'll totally watch these documentaries Maybe. one day i'm a big brain boy like people like preemptively mm -hmm. download thousands of your videos and then never actually get around to watching them people do that all the time it's possible that's like, that's like getting steam I... games or getting comics or any purchase where you're like i'll totally consume all this media i was wrong mm -hmm. like admittedly it's been a while since i've looked into uh the like the cost of streaming in terms of bandwidth um i just think because you're still downloading the same data here's just my question for the many... audience jump to another site and yeah. start again what other site venmo uh, or Vi vimeo venmo, venmo, venmo streaming service and there you go pay to stream um, there's no there is no youtube equivalent it's just youtube uh you wouldn't be able to make and is out yeah, you wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to make money like you do with YouTube anywhere else, but you could host. Yeah. Uh, you. Oh. Get it. I'm done. It's fine. <laughs> Continue with the conversation. We're we're well into the the let's play. I uh I think I I I only have attachment to a few of my let's play, so I would download my favorites, and upload them somewhere else if somewhere else shows up. I think a lot of my. I think a lot of my presence on YouTube is only worth it if people are watching. Like, they're not... I don't think it's worth it uh, for what I did. It's worth it for me to be able to show the games that I like to people who might otherwise not remember them or not even find them. And so for me to to spread that love is, is why I do YouTube in the first place. So... If there's no alternative, if YouTube stops and there's nothing like that anymore, if ever, all of a sudden people just mm -hmm. go and watch Twitch all day and that's it, then I would go to Twitch and just be and just do Twitch. But Twitch is not very good for for the old games. It just doesn't, you know. No, no, Twitch always... is a Twitch is horrible for let's plays. Yeah, absolutely. Like the fundamentally I mean, the kind of content we we do on Twitch just it doesn't it doesn't work on Twitch. It doesn't work. No, it's different. It's very different. Like you're, if you um, want to go on Twitch, you're supposed to basically just only play games that people can just kind of drop in and out at any second and, and be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching this now. And it's fine to just start watching right there. And mm -hmm, when we yeah. do like playthroughs of games that are a, like a chronological thing, it's why I'm, it's mm -hmm. like in many, uh, in many cases why I think a lot of my streams do really bad is uh, like, yeah, I think about the use case and it's like who wants to randomly like open a stream like 90 minutes into a Wilder Myth stream. When like they're not even caught up on the let's play, and it's like, I don't know what's fucking happening. They they, they, put, they click in for two seconds and leave because it's like, oh, what's yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, it's fun. I'd have to change everything I do in order to stream, which would fucking suck. So I'd pr I'd, re I'd prefer not to, but yeah, I would probably just be like, hey, Patreon people and anyone else I can reach. Hopefully, here's my new account on Twitch. I guess. Um, say goodbye to everything you liked about me, because. <laughs> Daddy's got to eat. <laughs> and then I'll just I think... try to figure out how to live anymore. I'd also like to just yeah. do video essays. And that's probably that's probably a thing you could eventually do on some other platforms. Uh, check mm. out Curiosity Stream. They're my only daddy. I, now. Got, <laughs> I got a I got a Curiosity Stream uh, subscription a few months back. I, I think I mentioned it before. 
man, I think that's it's it's. I thought you know, the, the, people people like us say there's no other site, but they kind of are out there. <laughs> there's there's a lot of other content out there that you if YouTube goes down, there's a lot of other things to see. It's just oh, that yeah. nobody does see it. So but from the a, thing is, you can't upload your let's plays to curiosity. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. But or like, Vimeo. but even on in terms of profit, I'm sure it's not or nowhere Japan's near YouTube, as whatever it's called. Or Chinese. Save or me, YouTube. Andrew. What's Japan YouTube called? Uh, Nico. It's like Nico Nico. Nico Nico. Um, I I tried to research a video on there recently, or recently, uh, probably two months ago, but it was hard. Oh, it's just, yeah, just Nico Nico. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was, you I also don't that, know how to write it. <laughs> yeah, I was on that website trying to research, research B stars because I found out that there's like an OG animation for like there's an, there's a previous B stars. Oh, even, there's an even, OVA. Yeah, like, there's an OVA for it. Like it's like shitty drawings and it's really old and it looks weird, but it has Lego she in it and stuff. And I'm like, how old is this? This predate? I think it predated the manga. And I was like, what the fuck? So I was trying to track down anything I could about it, but no, there's like a, there's like a lost media archive website page about it that has like a couple of clips that they've put they found but i cannot find any evidence of the original thing and i could i don't think it's uploaded anywhere on on nico nico but i tried <laughs> I, I went down the fucking hole hmm. but you know i would definitely just be like really hope video essays work out gotta find some platform to upload them to because uh let's plays would be dead at that point if i had to only go on a streaming platform although if YouTube went down, Twitch might suddenly be like, okay, we should like maybe invest in VODs a little more. <laughs> if we can like I mean, capture an audience yeah. with it, they might actually make like a YouTube part of Twitch that's like upload your videos. And there's like a discoverability algorithm, which they've never bothered making before. Because that's the thing is in order to make what we do work, people have to be able to find your content and not just by knowing mm -hmm. it exists already and Googling it. Like they have to like be able to discover your content. Otherwise you don't have an audience and then that's it. You lose a yep. one or two Patreon supporters every month because that's just natural decay. And then eventually they're all gone because <laughs> you're not growing. You have to, you have to always be growing to offset the decay of your followers and Twitch mm -hmm. tells you to fuck yourself. Like YouTube grows your channel organically one way or another variable success twitch tells you to go fuck yourself twitch doesn't give a fuck about any of their people except like the top handful of people you can tweet you can stream every day on twitch all the time so much and just no one will find you because the, the website doesn't direct people towards you in any way like it just won't, it just won't try and that's just a fundamental difference mm -hmm. between the two websites yep so the entire way that I know how to make a living online would just be gone. So there's no real replacement. Reflexively, I'd be like, I, I want to keep all these videos because it's like 10 years of my life just gone. And that'd be weird. So I'd, I'd reflexively try to like archive them all and put them somewhere. But I don't fuck if I know where I'd put them. They wouldn't be watchable by anyone because what would I do with them? I just have a weird horror yeah, until YouTube 2 came out. <laughs> I think... Um... I don't know the 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 aspect of it being part of our lives is uh it's kind of a two-pronged uh screw up. On the one hand, you know, you wouldn't want to lose it because oh, the the end result the videos themselves, you wouldn't want to lose it, but the the result of our lives or of our years of work is also the years of oh, that the videos are going to be up. Like if I stop video making videos right now, 
my my six years of on YouTube will continue being a, a, a thing, a reality in people's lives for a while still. That people are still gonna watch it, the videos for a while, and if YouTube st stops existing, that also ends. So it's not you don't save yeah. the ten years of your life by just saving the videos onto a hard drive, uh, or at least you don't save them completely because a lot of the result of that work will stop. And, but at the same time, a lot of the result of that work already is there, and nobody can take it away. There's a lot of people that that watch our videos, and and you know that nobody can take those that those views away. You know. Also, it's like if, contrary, our YouTube channels could just outlive us. <laughs> they can just be here hopefully forever. they don't. <laughs> hopefully they don't. I hope they do. In that, I hope they're around forever, not because I die tomorrow. Oh, that that's a good point, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they're going to outlive us. If you outlive your YouTube Hopefully channel not. and it's not because you like retired, bad news for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I'm saying is that... In fact, having like, a YouTube channel is a pretty good retirement thing because it's like it just keeps making money after you stop working on it. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make much money. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it... I mean, if you have a big channel, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you, if you were big enough that you're making a living off of YouTube, then... If you if you eventually do retire at like retirement age, then it's like, well, your your videos are still going to just sit there and keep making money. So that's a pretty all right retirement package. That's all. Yeah, that's absolutely absolutely. But so many I, big channels are big because they make like fickle content that it's only that is only consumable in the immediacy. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot of big channels that 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 have uh you know a big backlog of videos that gets a lot of views. But the uh. I, like the the thing I take solace in is that if YouTube starts having risk of going down, there are literally thousands of people that are infinitely more powerful than me that are much more in trouble as a result. And so if oh, anyone's yeah. going to do anything about it, it's them. <laughs> yeah, There's so many people that have a vested interest in keeping YouTube going because there's just the number of people with a million subscribers is a staggering number that I can't process. Like it's the list is like a thousand or 10,000 or something stupid like that. Like it, I can't. That's impossible to me. And, it doesn't make sense. And honestly, just, the biggest that's just risk, so many people making so much money. And honestly, the biggest risk isn't that YouTube goes away. It's that YouTube changes into something that doesn't allow for our presence to be there anymore in a way that that is manageable or that is reasonable. Like, mm -hmm. imagine all the big corporations that are already taking advantage of YouTube in a way that is prejudicial to us. And imagine they, they just change the, the YouTube in the next few years into something that just is not this anymore. You know what I mean? I don't know. Or just the risk of getting taken out by Atlas or Sega when they're feeling particularly copyrighty that day. Don't play don't play Atlas Atlas games or Sega games. Just I've oops. unrelated to that. Pretty deep in unrelated the Yakuza the... at this point and Sonic. So that's gonna oh, be the problem. Sega. That Yep. I forgot the Yakuza were Sega. Yep. They own Sega Crap. owns Yakuza and Sonic and uh, Total War, I think, and Alien. And Alien. They said they're not going to make any more Alien games, though, because yeah. they they're not profitable <laughs> enough. <laughs> R.I.P. Survival Horror. You're eh. an indie-only thing now. The, um, it's yeah, that's no rough. loss, really. I think it was, I think probably... Wasn't it Sega that took down people's YouTube channels over sh fucking Shining Force, of all things? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think Total Biscuit was really mad about that for a while or something. That's the only reason I heard about it. Mm -hmm. 
You used to yell at that a lot. So yeah, uh, if um, if yeah, YouTube goes down, force. bye to you, audience. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll finally be free. Like fundamentally, even when I desperately switch to some other platform, like ten percent of them will come with me. If if that, if you're lucky, so yeah. few people. And I learned, I know this. The fucking eat like. <laughs> One, I used to try to tell people to go watch my Twitch streams, and they didn't. They were like, no, I'm, I'm here. But even like when I was back on Sad Games, I'd be like, hey, I'm making a new YouTube channel, and no one cared. Like when I, when I started my new channel, I had zero support from the Sad Games audience. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> you can't even get people to click on a second, audience, uh, second thing. But also, I, I think that might have been yep. because Andrew was on the next video being like, don't go and watch Keith on the other channel. <laughs> exactly. Even if yeah, I made a new channel, even if I'm, uh, if, if did, things didn't go crash dropping like this, I'd have to upload a new video like every hour, just repeatedly shouting, go to the new thing, go to the new thing, and just spam people. Because <laughs> people still don't know I have a new channel now. <laughs> every time anything come out, it comes up, you're like, like, what? I watch all of your videos and I never heard about any of this. I'm like, you don't watch all my videos, man. I talk about it all the fucking time and I keep promoting it. But that's YouTube's discoverability problem. And there's like no like, there's no easy place on YouTube to be like, here's information I want all of my audience to know collectively. Like that's like, here's my Patreon and here's my new channel. Here's my, here's how my Patreon works. Like that kind of stuff. Like there's no, there's technically places you can put some of this stuff, but it's not visible and people aren't compelled to look and at it in any real way. People don't read the description, which is for good reasons. I don't read yeah. the description either. It's just its own thing. <laughs> The description isn't meant to be to add to like no, for announcements. <laughs> it's meant for like uh you came here for this link, it's in the description, but you say that out loud in the video. Not 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 for anything else, literally. And it's also for things like if you have a a, a video essay and you have research links and you put them in the description, that's fine, I suppose. So I think we an, have run out of time out. Yeah, about. Yes. It's been an interesting few years where just like people are like. From, from day one, people are always like, how are you going to do this? How can you do such a, a risky job? It's so high risk and you could lose your job at any moment. It's like, how scary to work on a platform. And, and then fucking COVID happened and like. It'd be, it was the most secure job on the planet. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, what it? What the fuck is a secure job? Like, l let me know when you when you find whatever that means. Because people act like YouTube's comparatively dangerous, and I'm like, compared to what? Compared to what that normal people have? Like, congratulations, Jeff Bezos. You have a secure job. Everyone else, fuck you. <laughs> no, he well, doesn't. Maybe he's maybe not employed he anymore. Well, he had a secure job, and then he chose yeah. to leave it because he had infinite money. Ma I don't know. No, what, what he, about... is, he is poor now. He's the second richest man in the world. That's poor. That's pathetic. He didn't get poorer for, for him to become the second richest man. He got <laughs> less rich. He got less richer, I should say. No, no he got more money than he had before. The but he didn't get as more money as the more than one victor. <laughs> so m maybe it's from a, you know, less, maybe, what, how do you, I mean, if, it, if it's okay for me to ask, how do you do about healthcare in the US, Keith? And Andrew. I mean, Andrew, you have a job. Uh, How do I do about healthcare? <laughs> yeah, uh, I might have to start paying for it next year. Hmm. <laughs> because you're, nope. uh, 
so far I don't make I I hadn't been making enough money to actually have uh have to pay for healthcare yet. Mm-hmm. I got that Obamacare. And you Gross. don't qualify anymore? Is that the I might not qualify next year. I mean, you find out when you pay when you uh when you pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. That's so when you basically, that's you have what, to that's pay for like, That's insurance. how much I made this year, and then you compare it to the threshold that I never remember and have to check again. Uh, and you basically have to subscribe to a health insurance provider. Yeah, and then I'll then I'll. Mm-hmm. The irony is that when you make more money, you suddenly are responsible for way more costs out of nowhere, and so you'd actually make less money. So, <laughs> so maybe that that is be, one. Pers- I might be poor next year compared to this year. Funnily enough. Yeah, so maybe that is one perspective where YouTube is less stable because of you know healthcare in the united states being shit oh yeah because it doesn't pay its own healthcare. that's that's one of the things that's interesting hearing about like uh what like Lindsay ellis's patreon and stuff like that and how it's like it pays all these different people's job for it because it's like she has multiple employees and it pays for like not just their wages but like their health care and everything like that's just like part of the expense of having employees mm-hmm. greatly inflates the idea of like how much would it cost to have a, a, an employee as a YouTube channel, it's like kind of a fucking a lot. lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it's a lot. good luck. If you can pay yourself very comfortably, you can't pay a, an employee. Uh, yeah, no, you just so have to the, be rich. The old additive is that uh, every every an, one employee costs two employees. So uh, if you yeah, hire one person, that's a you need recursive to. statement. <laughs> well, it it is, but that's like that's that's the nature of insurance. Is that like in order to have one employee, you basically need to be able to afford two, because um, the insurance and the fees incurred by having an employee is enough to make up for another employee. Um, That's another reason why healthcare is shit in the United States. It's holding back well, all the small companies because I mean, of that's these the point, monumental because, prices. Yeah, that's. It wasn't small companies that were asking to pay for health insurance for employees. They weren't out there in the streets like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this is our podcast. Sorry about the technical difficulties, yeah. but it was that or nothing. And also, Quiet exactly. Andrew sounds furious, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just trying not to like... No, I, I, I know, know. I'm saying I'm you're, still... you when you're quiet, you sound so much angrier. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why I just try to be very emotive, sh- is because I don't The shouting wanna... we're used to, the growl, is like <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Maybe I'll start talking guys... like this at work. Oh, no. See you guys next week when I, when Andrew spikes the volume again. Ha yes. ha ha. Uh. <laughs>